trip. The church that I go to is, is the river. I go there to wash everything away. I wish you were there drinking rum, crying your little eyes out. <laughs> this fly that my Uncle Jimmy and my grandpa perfected, they found it. They found the materials to tie it in the back of a taxi Down in Andros, they just tell you to bring gotchas. Don't bring anything else. When I was out there on the water with people, I was... I can feel the energy of other Definitely. people, and I care about it. I think that's one of the most crucial parts of fly fishing that often gets overlooked. You know, we're jet-lagged, lack of sleep, we're half drunk. Holding on to your nuts with one hand, you're holding on to the boat with the other hand. Shitting and tall cotton, dude. Man, this is what's going on in the world right now. You know, you're on a boat fishing down a beautiful river. Be deliberate with everything that you do with yeah. fly fishing. Yeah. Well, what do you do on your days off? I'm like, I'm on this boat. I'm rowing people down the river trying to figure out what's fishing. But I love it. I wouldn't change it for anything. I wouldn't trade it, man. It's awesome. That's really good. You could sound like Josh Cattell. I love Josh Cattell. I do too. That was funny running him to, into him the other day. <laughs> it was like an awkward situation when we were floating. Uh-huh. When it, we were just, hey, Cameron. <laughs> you didn't say hi to anybody else on the boat. You're like, oh, that yeah, was we strange. Were, we were floating down through, and he's just like, <laughs> it's Pete in the front. I'm rowing. We got both dogs. It's like, you know, he's, and I, went, I already talked to him, and he's just like, we were rowing down through, Cam's in the back, and, and we float by, and Cattell's just like, Hey, Cameron. <laughs> like, <there's> three, <laughs> that was weird. There's three people on this boat. I like it. It was strange. It was like, how's it going, man? <laughs> All right. Oh, there we go. Now I can hear myself a little better. Yeah. Mike Jack. Um, One, two. Pat and Jake we have on the podcast this time. Jake hasn't been on the bo- podcast. He's like one of those people calling to radios. They're just like, long time caller, or, you know, like, or long time listener, first time caller. You know? <laughs> I've got three quick stories. It shouldn't yeah. take too long. <laughs> Everyone's like, okay, Jake, like, uh, what do you got to talk about? I just uh, got a bunch of stuff to say. <laughs> there's callers like that. I listen to, uh, like the Grateful Dead, Sirius XM channel all the time at work and stuff. And the, the call-in hour is hilarious because it's all these old deadheads and they all have these super long stories. And the, the hosts are just like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, I've been to that show. Like, hurry it up, you know. They're like, get get to the point of the story. And they're like, yeah, oh, sorry, man. Uh, you know, it was just it was that show, 76, man. You should have been there, man. It was so awesome, it's man. Great. You know, I was there. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we can hear you. I think you turned it down uh, too I, much. Well, how's that? Now talk. Mike, check. Sounds good. I think like you just got. I know you hate. You were gonna hate on these microphones no matter maybe what. Maybe we like, should oh, get. Not these. Maybe we should get him the book. Do you want something to put <laughs> so underneath? Just so there? he doesn't have to like. Cameron's off. I was on the way up. I was like, I'm, I should have brought my own. Mic. See, like, <laughs> <laughs> you probably have nice stuff. I just can't hear you. You can't hear me now. I okay. can. Now you can. Yeah. Now yeah. when okay. you get close. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Sorry. That's I wish they were better. Sorry we couldn't get the best stuff for you, Jake, for first time being on the podcast. We're, like, driving up here, and I'm like, dude, I don't make any money off this podcast, Jake. Like, you expect me to buy the best of the best? He's like, it's super, cool. We'll work with I, what we got. I was super surprised. Like, I thought he was making tons. Yeah, I thought he was. Surprisingly, 
I'm not making any money off this podcast. Hmm. Yeah, it's just a matter of time before you have those sweet mics that you can like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, like the, the arms where you yeah. can just swing it over and be like, let me tell you about something real quick. Just swing it all the way it's over. It's got the spit guard, you know, <laughs> yeah. so you can just spit whenever you want. That's the best part about those. Just That's like what I'm talking hawk about. Hawk into it. <laughs> Doesn't even hurt the mic, you know? Hawk loogies into it. Um, oh, man, I lost my zins. Interesting. Um, let me try one of those coffees in. Um, so last time it was just you and I, Patrick, and we were talking about um, some fly fishing films and yep. how I was hating on fly fishing films. Yep. Just about how basically like it's a bunch of like techno music for the most part, like womp mop is what I call it. Yeah. Music. And then it's like this big story built up and like it's just and I was telling Patrick, I just want I just want a film where like you see just the dry fly eats and just people throwing dry flies and like eating hoppers or whatever and just like some death metal in the background <laughs> or something where it's just dry fly just like eats. a compilation video yeah of just dry fly eats yeah. and it's hard to find but i found an okay one the other day okay um off of fly fusion yeah okay um, and they had a right? yeah and they, i think i don't know if they've gone all online but it's i used to get the magazine but they have a green drake one we were actually just talking about green drakes but mm-hmm. They have a Green Drake video, and there's still a little bit of story there. Yeah. You know, they're, like, talking about, oh, the Green Drake, you know, yeah. the famous green, Western Green Drake hatch. And you're like, I don't care. Just show me the eats. Yeah. And, like, they're talking about the lifestyle. I'm like, I still don't care. Just show me the eats. Yeah. But then finally they get into just con- consecutive eats, and you're nice. like, that's great. Yeah. I, this is what I want to watch. This is fish porn. This is the money shot right here. That's what I'm here I for. I just want to see the money shot the whole time. Yep. And it was great. I loved it. Yeah. I also watched Das Boat. Oh, yeah. What'd you think? I watched all of the Das Boat. <laughs> I think it's pretty entertaining. Did you, Have different. you watched Das Boat, Jake? No, I've never seen one. Oh, you should watch it. It's pretty good. It, they do, like, it's Meat Eater. That, yeah, that's what the... But the, they, like, we, now that I've watched it, I can explain it a little bit more. Yeah. But they have, like, they, I mean, do you know the print, like, try and trick it out a little bit? And, like, each person that gets on the boat has to add something to the boat to make it better or whatever. Um, but usually most of the time they have one conventional angler and then one fly fishing angler most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was pretty entertaining. They had Frank Smethurst on there on for oh, two okay. episodes, uh, second season and third season. Dude, that guy is a G. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Smethurst is a G. Like, you know, I, I've played music with his brother. Have you, have you really? Will. Boxcar. That's his name, Will Boxcar. Boxcar is his nickname. <laughs> oh wow, that's yeah. a great name, uh, yeah, Will Boxcar. Yeah, yeah. Boxcar. He uh, actually, he, they're both guiding out of Telluride right now. Yeah, does Frank still guide? I don't know if he still. Is, I think still he's doing guiding. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was fun watching him because he's like in full on like dad mode these days. Like, <laughs> have you? Did you ever see? Um, oh man, what's it called? Not it, there's running down the man where they're in Mexico. Yeah. So and that. that's like one of the first videos out there about chasing rooster fish. And then there's one where they go to Alaska, just fish mouse patterns. And I can't remember what it's called right now, but Frank Smethers was in there. Okay. And he was like, you know, just this hippie, like fish bum traveling <laughs> around the country, you know? And you're like, that guy's pretty awesome. And yeah. he's like entertaining and funny and he's still that same way in Das Boat, but you're like, you're in full on like dad mode. Like yeah. he's got his shorts on with his socks pulled up high. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, hell yeah, I, I, dude. 
but he's still I think entertaining. He's been in dad mode for most of his life. He probably has. I yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have I no idea. I think he's always been. Kind but of it, it was fun. To, I was surprised to see him on that. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, Frank Smithers is on here. Uh, no, actually, he used to have a uh, like he was he had a whole fly fishing show on. Uh, it was like a TU on the fly or something like that. So when I was really, up, yeah. So when I was growing up back, in, uh, I remember watching on television. I would see Frank Smithers fishing on TV. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had no it idea. was like yeah. He had a he had. A, I can't remember the name of the show. Uh, I could probably look it up here in a second. But I I honestly, I I do remember watching that as a kid. And it was, so when I first started it. Working in, you know, his he he worked at Black Canyon Anglers, I think, briefly too for a couple Frank of Smithers years. did. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Now that you're talking, you might as well introduce who you are. Oh, uh, this is Jake. <laughs> yeah, I'm Jake Kepler. I I uh, I've been. I'm from Pennsylvania. I moved out here a long long time ago. I think this is my 16th or so year of guiding fishing uh i've been <laughs> i've been what else would you guide i, I got I, I do I guided guide bus tours guide around here <laughs> I, mean, I guide elk hunting in the falls you know i've been doing that but i i do uh I, I, but you you started out guiding in gunnison yeah yeah i started out uh in uh almont i worked at three rivers and i had a friend that invited me out to work out here in the day and I came out and we we worked in the fly shop in the summer. Did the classic like uh, <clears throat> rafting guide type deal where you work as a rafting guide, work in the fly shop, kind of scramble and scrap for trips here and there, if you can get a trip. Um, if you if you want, you know, you got to work hard for it. You know, uh, back in the day. Well, maybe I don't know how it is anymore. It's still like that. It, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, yeah. So Patrick, you know, got he manages the shop where I first started at, and I think that was back in two thousand five or so ish. Yeah, somewhere around there. And yeah, it was it was awesome. It was a good way to get your river miles. We we would. <laughs> Just do rafting trips and just hate on it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. Oh man, it was Push so horrible. Right. You know, and like you, you, all you wanted to do was be fishing, but you had to deal with like stupid rafting trips. So. Oh yeah. Oh, I did it. Yeah. Yeah. We've all done it. Yeah, yeah. But it's a good way to crank. It's a good it way up. to get your miles. It's a good yeah. way to get a lot of experience and meet a lot of people, and I'll cut your teeth and do whatever and like have fun. Yep. And, I, f- I feel like meet that's a lot of people too. How you know? it used to be back in the day, though, for the most part, you know, <laughs> yeah. like there's a lot of different ways of doing it these days. Yeah. But I feel like up here, at least, it used to be like, all right, you got to go through this raft training course, and you got to raft the river with clients and get your miles. Like that's yeah. the only way you can become a fishing guide. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, yeah, it seems like it. Is. That's at least I mean, a float fishing guy. That's that's still what, you know, I mean, what I push, you know, young people to do mm-hmm. who are and, and you know, it's different now because like you said there's there's other ways to do it. Like now there's company Colorado requirements in like a fishing, you know, <clears throat> class or whatever. Yeah. But then the problem is you're not a TL and you can't get those miles unless you're running a bunch of trips and good luck doing that fishing, you know. Yeah. So I just tell these young guys, they, you know, they'll call and they'll ask, and they'll be like, "Well, I'm thinking about, you know, taking the raft class, but I'm thinking about also doing like a fishing rowing school." And I'm like, "Just go do raft class and just yeah. crank out those trips. Learn, I used to, learn how I used to, to boat do like do three it. a days. Whereas yeah. like I'm just doing three day commercial trips, like just to get miles, like exactly. as quick as I can. Like, yeah. boom, I got freaking thirty something miles today. Which company? Yeah. Did you work for Scenic? Yeah, yeah. Scary River Tours. 
Probably shouldn't say that on here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, too late. Whatever. Um, yeah. No, I cut my teeth through scenic. Yeah. Making, um, making lemonade. But what do you? So yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're great, yeah, making dude. lemonade down there at Dustin's the water park. Great. Oh, I love Dustin. Yeah, yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, and I, I started out doing fishing trips with them too. Like I started doing walkways while I was still like cutting my teeth running. That's what I mean. Like, you know, like scenic float trips, and you're just like, all right, this is what it is. You know, and like, yeah. um, so it goes. But you were able to like float uh, after work with people who had their miles. Yeah. And get miles yeah. that quickly. Yeah. Um, so I guess we didn't get into it, but Jake and I work in the gorge together. Um, Jake and I have known each other for, I don't know, five or six years, but we haven't really, like, talked much until we started working in the gorge. <laughs> friends of friends. Right? Yeah, you know, like, we met each other through other friends. But, um, you know, we'd get, like, every now and then I'd get, like, a random text message from Jake. Be like, hey, you should check this out. And like you'd go and like you're like oh like, that was cool man thank you like yeah. not not sarcastically it was like hey thanks for sending that over <laughs> you know or like I just run into you at like the takeout yeah and you'd like talk to me for 15, 20 minutes be like all right I gotta get out of here I'm like yeah. all right later <laughs> you know like cool nice seeing you man you know it was just I, I we did one commercial trip together actually where we stopped at uh, Jay Boo's house um, we don't need to go into that but oh, we stopped yeah. at Jay Boo's house and. Um, fished a little bit and rolled out and that was the first trip i think i ever did with you yeah i, I and then i kind of like by that point i think i was pretty much down in the gorge I was, yeah I was and like, randomly like a couple years later you hit me up and you're just like hey we're looking for guides you should text eric yeah and no, i was listening to boom then i was down i, I had the winter job driving you know from telluride and back and long forth. time listener yeah, long time <laughs> listener and i was first time like, caller oh this guy you know that's how i felt i was and like look you should have texted me like that long time listener first time caller yeah, one time uh, we're got, looking for guides down in the down gorge down, <laughs> i just call him like oh okay this you know cameron would be awesome actually down here he's he seems like he'd be a good guy to work down in the gorge and and, I, and it, you know, I texted you, and and you sounded like something you were interested in. It worked out really well, uh, <laughs> obviously. <Yeah. laughs> but, but it was just like, no, it's it's funny how like things work out that way, and like definitely you put your you know put things out there, and like people people who have like minds connect, and like that's all it comes down to. And and we're working towards like just having fun, and yeah, have, we have a like awesome time down there we do a lot and of trips we, together yeah and, and we have we we do a lot of trips but like everybody down there has, we all are like a good family yeah you know yeah do we want to get into that talking about that what the family sure we can if you no, want no we don't have to talk about that <laughs> we like don't a, have it's like a talk. mafia thing yeah we it's don't like, gotta talk we, about the family yeah we here. don't talk about the family oh. that's family business <laughs> um Pretty, I mean, I would say, you know, like, as far as you and I go, Jake, you know, like I said, we didn't know each other very well, but now, like, we, again, yeah, we're family now, For you sure. know, like, being down there, and um, it's always fun running trips with you, just because it's, like, we both have different mindsets at times, and we both have different personalities, which is, <laughs> it's it's very hard at times, yeah. but it's very fun it's as the, well. It's the you end know, of the like, end, you know. It is, you know, sometimes we, we can work really well together. And then sometimes, <laughs> you know, we're at each other's hey, throats. Yeah, I've seen you. Uh, I've seen that happen with clients, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> sometimes you work really well with clients, Cameron. Yeah, exactly. 
But I, I've definitely had a lot of sit downs from me where you're like, hey, man, take a breather. You know, like you're stressing out over Vice nothing. Vice though. Yeah, like I've had sure. the same from you where I'm tweaking out about something, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're like, hey, man, you just need to chill out and relax. Yeah, just take a breather, man. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right. But it's fun. It's fun being down there and having that camaraderie um, and being able to, like, you know, at least look at your fellow guides as people who are there to help. You know, and not necessarily like you're competing against each other for the most fish each day. Yep. You which know, we, not, which yeah. we do as well at times. We're like, oh, check out this fish I got. You not know, really. But, I mean, kind of, but not really. You know, the, 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 that's not really encouraged. So, no, it's about the whole group <laughs> catching fish for the most yeah. part. I mean, you were you were down there. Yeah. Um, with Jake and I, and we had Willie Boyd there. We talked about this on two podcasts ago, yep. but we can we can hear from Jake's experience what how he felt the trip went. Jake loved that trip. That was a great he trip. He talks about yeah. it all the time. Super so fun. much. We talk about it. Pretty much like I'll call Cameron just like at like three in the morning. <laughs> you know? like, Yo. Can I know? talk about this trip a little bit? I don't think I've really re- like I haven't lived up what it I really can't was. I explain to you how much it really bothered me that Patrick was throwing it. Oh, yeah. A, a mop fly under a hopper. It, it really. Hopper, so, hopper. Jake, Jake really, and I. It really blew my mind and it hurt me. It hurt me deep in my soul. Jake and I were talking about this and I was like, yeah, we talked. Like, you, me, and Ryan talked about that. How, yeah. how you were throwing the hopper mopper. And Jake was like, I didn't hear that. I was like, oh, yeah, we discussed this. He's like, well, I kind of want to get into it a little bit with Pat. <laughs> no, I need to talk to Patrick about that, too. He's like, I kind of I want to discuss this a little bit more happy to man go how'd you how'd you, how does that make you feel that patrick's how, how on does a that hopper make, i want to know how, how does that make you how feel, does that Pat? make you feel no it's good we should talk about this because it's, <laughs> i think no i think it's interesting because like my whole theory with that was just like you know if if the fish are not if there's not really bugs happening and they're not keyed in on <laughs> anything then you just you need to just elicit a response you know for sure. From well, those fish. You and know? you talked about like the bass fishing perspective. Right. You right, know, like, right. hey, you, this is coming from a bass fishing I'm perspective. I'm not saying it didn't work. Oh, it oh, worked. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was un- I was pissed off and he was on my boat. I'm like, I can't believe this is actually working. Like, I'm really upset right now. <laughs> And but I, I mean, think he was, you were plugging big fish right next to the boat where yeah, you're like, that, uh, this is not okay. It got stupid. And it was like, I felt kind of guilty too. Cause I was the host. But conversely, like, ah. like no one else was like, hey. I know I was like, Ooh, I probably shouldn't be, I need to tone her back. I don't think anyone on the trip enjoyed it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They're like, thanks. But it Pat. worked. Yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah. I mean, it, it worked. It was like a glimmer of hope, you know, it was. you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, wow, there's the- fish there. There's fish there. And we, I mean, Belly. we had we yeah. had a yeah. tough, you know, like first day. I would say it was yeah. just, absurd. Yeah, it just wasn't. It it didn't fish like we wanted Let's it to. Let's be but, down there that time of year. Though, yeah, honestly. Well, and one thing that I thought was really cool that I took away from the trip from fishing with all three of you guys was that you guys do. I mean, you're obviously you know the water really well down there, and I really dug how when you pull, you know, you pull into a specific run and you're like. Let's switch, you know, let's switch the rig up, you know, like, let's try this bug, you know, I, I want to try this rig, you know, yeah. and we'd switch out, you know, and we'd give it a go, you know, and it'd pluck a fish, pluck a couple fish. And you're like, okay, you know, and uh, like, I like that, you know, because I think in my own guiding, you know, like we all can get complacent. So it's so cool to get guided by other people, you know, and like get into their minds of like, 
I want to try. I want to tinker here. I want to figure this out. You know. Oh, no, I'm a tinker. I love that. It's easy to do that on that trip, though. It is. Yeah, that's yeah, you the got place t- to do you it. You got tons of time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Jake. Jake's really good at that. I mean, yeah. Jake can sit for hours. <laughs> no, <he laughs> you're is. like, hey, where'd hey, Jake hey. go? I'm not. You like, know, like, I'm not like the middle. No, but but you sit there and you figure out bugs. Well, sometimes it's not about figuring out bugs. Like, it's just about timing. It's just right. about killing time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> well, but like sometimes you know, like you're killing time to get to better fishing. But it's cool because like I think Pat and I did it the one day. Did did we not do that? Yeah, we did. We just like chilled, and we're like, well. Nothing's happening. Yeah. You know, but like our trip doesn't end at four, so we can just hang out. But I've, I've like, I I wasn't saying that in a bad way. Like I've learned a lot from you doing that where like you just pull over and you'll hang out for an hour. Right. You know, and like you might change some bugs here and there, but like, honestly, you're waiting for timing. I mean, there's been times like one of my favorite trips in recent years is fishing was good, you know? Uh, we were floating through, uh, but it wasn't, I mean, fishing was good at certain times is what I'm trying to say. And it was middle of the day. It wasn't that great. We're coming through. <clears throat> it's hot. It's sunny. It's kind of like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I just set up a little like cam strap anchor and a rock. It put up and we get in a little, uh, <clears throat> you know, getting some shade crack a few beers, turn on some music and just sit there and, and, and bullshit for an hour. Yeah. About cool stuff, like whatever, just get to know each other yeah. or whatever, just sort of like these people. And they were cool. And like, those are the people that like, you make connections with and, and do <clears throat> it just like continues on. That's why I love doing that. Like, yep. and I love that, that, that whole pace where like all you can just chill. Exactly. And, and you can just relax and you can drink a beer or two and just hang out in the shade for a minute. And it's almost kind of a requirement at some points in, <laughs> in the season. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so hot. Yeah. And, and everything. But it, it just, it's nice. And, and you, or you could sit there while you're fishing even and you can hang up on one spot. It's fun. Yeah. Totally it's, agree. That's, I think that's, uh, it can be transferred over to a lot of things. Like I think a lot of people just move too fast. Yeah. You know? And, and it's. Like you said, it's not it's not just about the fishing. You're there for so much more of an experience in that, and you need to take those those moments to just like take it all in. Even up here, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, people move too fast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like you know, you're cut. There's a lot of methods to things, but what's well, crazy, like for for me, I guess since I still guide up here, you know, a fair amount, and have over the last couple of years, you know, like coming back from the gorge, mm-hmm. and like getting in my boat, you're like, dude, I got an anchor. Yeah, like what's you know, your like, like yeah. So like, I guess my dude, it's it's <laughs> so much more fun. I would say like coming back up here and be like, dude, I got this place dialed yeah. for the most part. You know, like yeah, there's off days, but like for the most part, you're like, dude, this is this is easy. Like, yeah, this is fun. It's amazing. And you just here. take your time and like, you're like, Hey guys, it's pretty shallow here. Don't fish this for a minute. Yeah. You know? And you're like, yeah. check that out. You know? And like, you just kind of do the whole gorge routine routine as well. You're like, let's pull over for a minute. Let's all drink some water, sit in the shade. Let's watch some boats go by, you know? Yeah. And like, yeah. you just, it, it's, it's amazing how much it changed my attitude up here where it's like, you just, 
you're still there for the clients and you're still there to catch fish and you're still there to teach, but it's just different. It's, I, it's hard to explain, but it, it's just a different pace. Yeah. You know, you just work at a little bit different pace. You do. Um, yeah, yeah. And you you can sit there and watch all these guys go by. We're like, you guys are doing this on a half day? Holy moly. Yeah. You know, like you guys yeah. are going 11 miles on a half day? Yeah. You know, and you're like, dude, I'm going to do five today. You yeah. know, and like, I'm going to yeah. take it pretty relaxed. Yeah. I'm going to take it easy. Um, and it's definitely changed my perspective. I know that. Where yeah. I definitely look at it differently and like, work things differently and as far as fishing goes i definitely look at the water differently yeah because i mean we fish a lot of the same stuff down in the gorge but a lot of it's completely different yeah where you're like i never even thought about that yep you know i never thought about fishing this frog water i never thought about fishing this riffle until you can go back and forth and like i think i i can't remember if we talked about on the podcast before but like working and fishing different areas and different rivers and just learning different things, you know, like you can't just go to a river and be like, oh, they're not eating today. Right. You know, like that's like, I mean, Matt Miller, he's like, you know, that I, yeah. I bring up Matt a lot on this podcast, but yeah. he's, he's trapped, he's well-traveled, you know, and like he's guided a lot of different places and that's kind of his thing where he's like, it's kind of like, it's, it's not what we're throwing. Like if we can't make an excuse, like, oh, they're not eating. Right. You know, it's like, how are we fishing it? Yeah. Could we fish it differently? Could we be better at what we're doing? You know, like sometimes and make it, it yeah. sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes you're just like, yeah, they're not eating, I but mean, it's very rarely, you know, rarely, I guess I'm just saying like, as, as far as fishing guides go, like a broad spectrum of rivers and like fishing different areas, like coming back to your home river mm-hmm. and being like, Oh man, I never saw that until now. Yeah. You know, because you, you caught a fish on a different river in different water and then you come back to your home river and look at that, and you're like, "Oh man, I know where like fish I, uh, sit." Changes in this, your perspective. I mean, fish I, sit for the most part in the same places in every river, I, but like I, I you just look, look at, at it differently. I yeah. always look at it as like like um, you know like everything's like a small like 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 a small creek, right? And I tell that to people all the time. Like they're like, "Where do I fish? Where do I fish?" Honestly, have you ever fished a small creek? Right? Yeah. Well, just fish it like that, but it's like. 10 bigger or 15 man. or 20. No. no it's like it's like 10 or 15 small creeks next to each other that's a good right? way, yeah you know yeah, what i, I like mean that. that's what like they're so like within there's like a lot of like mini pockets and like many like i have all these clients i have one cl- uh, guy that i fish with all the time he, he's hilarious and we uh, we call them riffle pigs and like little micro riffles and stuff you know like just like a little like the micro riff the micro riff yeah you know yeah with I, the, the, I, I don't look at me like that. I know what you're talking the, about. The riff, I'm not shitting on you. I know riff, what you're talking the about. The riffle within the riffle, man. Yeah. You know, like just like that kind of stuff. Like, but like, there's so much of that. Like, so it's not so much like every, all, like you said, all water is the same, but it's, 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 it's just bigger or smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Like all fish will sit in every river you go to. All fish will sit in those fishy areas, but like right. it's the areas that you never thought fish would sit in. You know, where you're, where you learn on different rivers where somebody shows you, they're like, Hey, put one there. And you're like, no way, man, (laughs) put one there. And then it's like, holy shit, they sit there too. (laughs) I didn't know that. Yep. You know, like you can go over to the Arkansas and be like, dude, throw one mid river. And you're like, bah, you know, like, and it's like, thunk, 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 thunk. And you're like, holy moly. I had no idea. Right. You know, it's like, oh, do they sit mid river everywhere? Yeah, they do. For sure. You know, like, or, you know, you can fish the six inches of water. 
and be like, there's no way a fish, you know, a 20 inch fish is going to sit in six inches of water until you fish it and catch one. And you're like, they do sit there. Yeah. They spread out. They like how many clients do you get where you're like, Hey, throw one in that micro riff, you know, or throw <laughs> one in that super, sh- super shallow water. And they're like, no way, man. And you're right. like, just do it. Just and then all it. of a sudden they catch a good fish and they're like, I had no idea. Yeah. That happens it, all the time. It does. It does. It's all timing. It's all time of year. But like, yeah, for the most part, like, I mean, when a fish spread out, they don't like to be next to each other or stacked up or, yeah, you know, they, think about fish in a fish tank. They don't all, they don't all do all your fish in a fish tank all sit in one corner next to each other. Right. No. Well, they can't. Yeah. <laughs> like they don't like their that. space. Yeah. They, like they, they're all spread out. They're yeah. all, you know, so it's great. It you, is great. You, you start, you start learning like that there isn't one exact way to do everything all the time. And it makes everything a lot better. I, I think <laughs> for me, like I've just being down there with you and with other veterans as well. Like I've learned a ton about, yeah. you know, just again, where fish sit and like just thinking outside the box a little bit where you're like, Hey man, like if that's not working, try this, you know, and right. like fish this area, like fish like to sit here too. And you're like, no way, you know? And then yep. you, then you catch one. And you're like, they do sit there. Yep. That's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, it's true. Like yeah. at, at times, you know, even like Jackson, I'm like, dude, how are you catching fish out of that water? He's like, cause fish sit there. Well, yeah. have you seen what like, he fishes down there? Oh yeah. It's that's why he's the mail or he's the milkman <laughs> the mil- or mailman. The mil- what is it? Mil- milkman. Yeah. Cause he milks everything. Yeah. yeah he's pretty good at it. <laughs> he like Jackson will just milk the frog water all day. Cause I mean, he's, he's on the Guadalupe and yeah. that's what a lot, what they have. And he's like, used to that. dude, that's he's good at it. He's yeah. really good at it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you'll watch him just, he'll milk it, dude. Just yeah. this sh- like but frog not, water. Not, not like unproductively. No. Like very productively and you get blown away. You're like, there, there's no way dude. And you'll watch him come by and you're like, (laughs) you pulled one out of there and then he'll go and do another lap. (laughs) And like, you'll, you'll be like, dude, what are you fishing? And he's like, Oh, I chose this bug. And you're like, why? Tell me why. I don't know. It just looked good. You know, like, (laughs) yeah. Or he he fishes purple a lot, but like watching Jackson really gets my blood boiling at times, <laughs> dude, because it pisses me off so much at times. I'm like, I don't yes, get tell it. Me. I don't get it. Like, how are you pulling fish out of there? But it, he's just good at it, you know? And like, he's, he's a guy to watch. Like I've watched him quite a bit, you know, just be like, wow, that I never knew, never knew that was possible. And then I started fishing that stuff. That's like an example of like, you know, confidence is like more than half of it, you know? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 for sure. Because if you're, you know, if you're confident in the frog water, then you're going to, you know, you're going to do well there. Oh, yeah. You know, the pocket water. Jared this year comes up and he's like, we have frog, what do we call them? Uh, FWBTs, frog water brown trout. (laughs) (laughs) FWBTs. FWBTs. Wait, it was uh you know solid salmon fly, but like that was during the that, salmon fly, salmon fly season. Yeah, but so, so like that's like but a, those fish, but you, but that's like, like everyone's fishing the banks, everyone's fishing the rock walls and cliffs and, and back eddies, you know. But it's like also like we were just talking about fish are everywhere, so like you know things are slowing down, and we're like, 
I was just like, throw it in the back, Eddie, over there. And he was just like, his mind was was blown. <laughs> like, he, And he was just like, I can't believe brown trout are hanging out in that water. <laughs> and it, But it was just like the most ridiculous, like ba- badass, like swirling back Eddie, you know, with all these yeah. bugs. Yeah. Uh, but, it, you know, that's why we're here. Yeah. yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, but I, I learned that too. That's why year. we're here. I learned that too this year is like fish the frog water. Yeah. Like they're all sitting in the frog water as well. You but, know, like but it's, just, it's just so place awesome. your bug in there. Just let it sit. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you never know. It's so fun. And it ha- like, I, I, I remember like doing some pleasure floats, you know, and coming out of the gorge and like fishing hoppers down low a little bit. And like, you're like, oh, this is frog water. And you just throw your hopper in. And you're just not paying attention. You know, yeah. you're like, this is bullshit. You know, and you're like, <laughs> just not paying attention to your bug. And all of a sudden it's like, yeah. and you hear it and you're like, was that me? Yeah. Did, are you serious? Yeah. Is that me? Yeah. And you're like, dude, they sit there too. Yeah. You know, like yeah. they're all in this it's stuff. Awesome. Yeah. It well, just, it just teaches you. Yeah. Like, and on the upper gunny, you know, there's, there's so many of like those, those really, uh, you know, kind of slow eddies that are adjacent to pretty fast water that most people just don't fish because the they're just cycle. cruising through, you know, and they can't get a drift. But if you can, you know, catch, catch the eddy line and surf it and get if your we people had just water, to, it'd be nice too. Yeah. That'd be good. There's yeah. a, there's a couple people up here who are really good at that. Yeah. Totally. Like I've wow. watched them come by. I'm not going to say names on here, but yeah. like I've watched them come by. You're going to like that. I'm excited for this beer. Yeah, <laughs> um, I've watched them come by and watch them fish that stuff. Yeah. And fish that frog water, or that eddy. And you're yep. like, holy <laughs> shit. Yep. Like, I never even thought to throw one in there. Yeah. Well, most of your clients just can't, you know, yeah. unless you can get the boat to stick, you know, and give them I time. mean, I do a lot of like pulling into eddies and fishing eddy lines, Me but too. you know, like every time you roll into those eddies, how many fish do you see spook out of there? Exactly. You're like, oh my God, like why yeah. weren't we fishing just the eddy? Yeah, exactly. You know, now we're fishing the eddy line. Right. And it's like, if you can, if you can learn to do that, and there's a couple guys who are really good at it, who I've watched where I've been like, Yep. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah. good for you, dude. Yeah. Like, I wasn't going to be able to pull that off. Oh, I mean, I, no learned, way. I learned that from Booth, you know, just from watching Booth. Like, just watching him do it a couple times, I was like, huh. The right. man. I think I, I think I need well, we to can, change my tactics We can a go bit. to this, you know, like, Jake was working at Three Rivers during, I would say, like, some of the prime time the years. The heyday. Yeah. yeah. You know, like. Which I'd argue we're in our second heyday now. Do you think we're getting there? You think so? I think so, too. As far yeah. as like guides hear, or like as far as fishing? That. Yeah. I think as far as guides um, and, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have the perspective that Jake does on the fishing in the Upper Valley. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but mine's, mine's limited also. Yeah. You know? but, but I think <clears throat> as guides, too, and I'm biased, but, like, we've had awesome guide retention. Yeah. You know? Um, so yeah, yeah, Eric's still working for you though. Yeah. Eric's Eric, the man. Eric started, we started that same, that same year. Yep. Yep. That was, that was cool. Exactly. I just, that's see, what I, mean, I mean, that's good. That's great. You, you, you guys see a see, second coming. Well, I do. And <laughs> you guys see, I mean, you guys see it or you do on the upper river. There's a lot of new guides out there, Yeah, but like, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but it's just like, man, I haven't really been able to hire new guides really. Really? The past few years because everybody's coming that's back a good and thing, they're though. all getting requests that's, and they're busy. Yeah, it is a good that's thing. A good that's thing. what you want. So, yeah. but, but yeah, it, I mean, like there's, there's influx of new guides all the time. And, you know, like I, you know, I was talking to e- Eli today, um, about this, you know, and I was just like, Hey man, like I kind of caught, like we were hiking in and I was just like, man, I, I think I caught like the tail end of the heyday, you know, yep. where like fishing was good. Like I started guiding and 2009 2010 area yep 
Um, and it's like I caught the last tail end of when everything was really good. Yep. And Maybe. now, like, I don't know, you know, like I'm, I'm talking fishing wise, you know, and like the amount of talent that was on the river those days, like was scary. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Had, I don't you, know about you, now up here. You had like, Booth, you had Joel, you had Grand, you had all these people. I mean, we're naming names right now, but and nobody knows what we're talking about. But like yeah, some you know, had but, you but had like, all these like show, yeah. heavy yeah. hitters on the river. And like when I first started guiding, it was like, Oh shit. You know, like I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. And you were just watching people catch fish all around you all day. Yeah. And big fish. Yeah. Everywhere you went. Yeah. And then it was just, you know, then all of a sudden we hit like a weird, I don't know what it was, a lull, I don't know. Not not necessarily with guys. I think it was guides, oversaturation. Just, I, and I I don't doubt it. No, I agree. And I think, that, well, there was also those few years with the pesticide things, our bugs yeah. took a hit. And oh, I think yeah. they're coming back big time yeah. now too. So we had, for people who don't know, like up here that in was, Gunnison Valley. Thanks to that was all fishing guide uh, supported like so. oh yeah they were that, the ones that, who raised so the red flag yeah. we used to have yes. they used to do um they basically used to fly the river and drop deet in the river yeah um to try and kill <laughs> because mosquito it only eggs. killed the mosquitoes that's what they told right. us it only killed mosquitoes <laughs> yeah and they'd basically do that just before july 4th you know and they do it a couple days in a row before july 4th because have you seen the pictures of, oh yeah of the bugs yeah it was in the paper. Bugs. I remember seeing, That's, like, when I was first up here in the paper, Mark Day holding, you know, just, like, handfuls of stoneflies, yep. you know, just dead in the river that yep. couldn't hatch. Couldn't, because I was on the river one time. I was floating the river. Fishing was good. Like, evening float. We were just having a good time mm -hmm. throwing dries. All of a sudden, this airplane comes down super low at the Palisades. And just, you got deeded? We got deeded. No way. Uh, whole boat and everything. Dude, oh. dude our eyes were burning. And like fishing would shut down for like 30 minutes yeah. and then like it'd get good again. And then all of a sudden, like another plane would come up <laughs> oh, and you're like, dude, it. we got it like three times in oh, one night. Nice. And so <laughs> what, what I'm getting at is like, they used to do this up here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and they don't anymore. Like usually they kind of spray surrounding areas and like holding areas basically like flooded fields and stuff that kind important. of spray around there it's important to speak um up, you know but yep. everyone as as a guide community i wasn't quite part of it yet and didn't know any better um but everyone around us spoke up and stopped that and hopefully you know we're seeing more bugs yep you know like i think that took i think it was a major hit i think it really was i do too especially because Stonefly, like when you're talking about like quality of fish, you know, like any river that has good stonefly hatch, like has big fish. Look at the gorge, you know? yeah, and the this upper gunny, you know, with the goldens the way they were before. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of protein, and but stoneflies as a bug are really sensitive to water impurities and toxins yeah. and things like that. So, like you know, right off the bat, if a river has good healthy stonefly life, like it's it's clean water you know yeah. it's in good shape mm -hmm. so it's a good indicator well and I, th I think you know like eli and i talked about it a little bit today but just like quality of this river you know like from back in the day to now you know like seeing bugs come back like we're trying to get more i guess like sportsman action um and angler action like people get involved and be like hey let's do restorations let's try to get 
this river back to where we need it to be and how it should be because we've seen a decline of that a lot it's pretty, you know? yeah definitely and I, I i know i can say over the past 12 years you know being on the river like i've seen a decline in bugs mm. and just like the hatches are shorter well part of that is just know, getting and, everyone plowing off all their willows on the banks that's it and oh man again that's, another thing that gets my blood well that's what's part of the part that is part of, a huge part of the problem and you know yeah. like i i I don't know if this is the time or place, but I, I maybe it is. It I is. can talk about it because it. Because I have been down this river multiple times where I've seen people just chopping willows off of the banks right. and throwing them in the yeah. river. And when it really hit is when we had Kevin Alexander on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And when it really hit, he was like, hey, man, like these bugs need, they need these that. willows and they need this structure to be able to get into there and – do what they need to do. Like they live off these things. They live off all this vegetation. They need to be here and they need the shade on the river. The fish need the shade on the river. They need the structure. They need the stuff. And when bugs fall off into the river, off those willows, fish will eat them, you know, like it's such a, it's in like but, the, the term stream improvement. That to me, it's it, like, tough. It's a, it's an oxymoron. Like that, that just gets me going. It, it's tough because you can't improve something that's already been made by nature. Yeah. How do you improve that? Yeah. Yep. How do you well, improve that? Like, all oh, to make it better for you? Yeah. Like, that's not an improvement. Right? Well, you know, and like, <laughs> I, I've definitely had conversations with people on the bank as I've been floating by and yeah. be like, you know, I'm like, hey, what do you guys got going on over there? You know, and they're just lopping yeah. off willows. And right. they're like, oh, we're trying to make it or easy to access old, or to the Or putting big river. wing dams into the river. But I, right. willows specifically, you know, they're uh, like, oh, right. we're trying to access the river easier so we can fish. I'm like, well, you know, you're ruining the fishing by cutting down all your willows. Right. Yeah. Like, do you know what you're doing right now? And like, I've had full on conversations like this is not okay. Yeah. You know, and tried to talk to people like, hey, can we go to some of these second homeowners and be like, here's a flyer that says everything about what these things are good for (laughs) the the or the bulldozers in the middle of the river. Yeah. Yeah. This is it's it's tough because like I wish I knew more about all this stuff that was going on. And like if we could contact people, you know, and be like, hey, why is there a bulldozer? I just think part of it's getting people to know. Yeah. It's education. Yeah. Yep. And, and along those lines, most too, people knew that people were driving bulldozers around in the middle of the river and tearing up the banks. They'd be like, why? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> why? But it, it's funny because I've had those conversations with like um, Army Corps of Engineers and backcountry hunters and anglers. Be like, hey, like, do you guys know why there's a bulldozer in there? Like, no, no idea. I'm like, don't you guys approve this stuff? Like, as far as Army Corps of Engineers, we're like, don't you guys approve this? Mm-hmm. Like, aren't you the ones that people have to go to? to get permission to put a bulldozer in the river. And they're like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> no, it's a shit show. And you're like, so why is there, yeah. why is there a bulldozer in the river? It's just, it's just so. Uh, because that guy has a bunch of money and he can do what he wants. Well, and they've been doing it forever. <laughs> Nobody's ever said anything, you know, and that's yeah. the thing. Like we have to raise awareness on that, you know. Yeah. The only time I think that makes sense, like not that it hardly well, ever makes on, sense. We're working on an irrigation ditch. Yeah, well, in the ditch, but also, like, you know, if you look at Tamichi, for example, there's parts of Tamichi, you know, near the airport that have just had, like, you know, decades of cattle degradation yeah. to where that river is, like, you know, 100 yards wide and an inch yeah. deep. Like, probably should get some heavy equipment in there and channelize that thing back 
so that river's not boiling. Well, and there's like you know, there's a little work that's trying to be done like on the, the Tamichi, yeah, you know, to like yep. rebuild some banks and do yep. some stuff. And you know, like I live right here on the Tamichi, very high on the Tamichi. Yep. But I've talked to some ranchers out here, you know, like hey, this could make this better, yep. you know? And you talk to some of them, they're like, oh man, this used to be a fishing mecca back in the day. Oh yeah. And they're like, my kids used to sell worms on the bank to fishermen coming in and, you know, fishing the Tamichi up here. Yep. And you're like, well, what happened? Like, I don't know. And it's like, well, something happened. Yeah. So, yeah, cows so, happened something, or right. something happened. Because now we don't see that anymore. We have warmer water. We have, you know, I'm not trying to turn this podcast into an environmental thing, but well, it's no, like, it's it, just, it needs to be talked about a little bit. Yeah. I think, you know, it's, it's just kind of death of a thousand cuts with a lot of that stuff. It's like, oh, one, you know, one bulldozer in a river for an hour, you know, twice a year. Nobody really thinks that much of it. But what, after that happens after, you know, 30 years, well, like, 50 years, you know, it makes a huge impact. How much of the bank up here is even original anymore? I've always had this. This is kind of a cool thought. I'm, I'm sure you guys have thought about this. And it's, what, it's one thing that's cool about the gorge is that when you float the gorge, you're like, man, this is like you're looking at history when you look at those walls, you know? Yeah, man, it's, a, it's the oldest rock in the world. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. But I, I often think about the upper Gunnison and like, you know. What would it what, this have looked at? Yeah, like? if I could just transport myself back 100, 200 years sitting in my boat right now. <laughs> And just float the town Dude, stretch or whatever. That's a superpower. What, what would that oh, look yeah. like? That is a superpower. What would that that's look like? That's a superpower right there. Yeah. Go back in time. Wouldn't that be cool? Well, you, can almost tell, you can almost tell what it looks like just down now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. It's true. You drive by the Blue Mesa right now. You're like, I can almost see how it looks. It's yeah. what, a 28%. But that, that'd yeah. be a sweet superpower. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, dude, you wouldn't have. Think about going back in time and throwing the bugs that we have now. Right. Holy yeah. moly, dude. Oh, yeah. Everyone's like, oh, I'm throwing this soft hack. Oh, yeah. Like, check so, out this check radiation beta. Check out this off foam, <laughs> yeah. whatever, you know. Check out this hopper I got. Yeah, it's it's never it'll, never, it'll never sink, you yeah. deer hair bullshit. Oh, man. <laughs> I, need to, I need to change my freaking superpower now. Yeah. Yeah. It would be pretty sweet. Go back in time yeah. and be able to take what I have now and the technology you have now. Think about how much you'd wreck shit down there. People would be like, holy shit, who is this guy? And you're just dunk, 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 just rip snort. Oh, yeah. Just like, oh, yeah. break out the mirror, man. This yeah. is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you look at some of those pic- old pictures in like the Allmont Resort from, you know, turn of the century, like people with just like, you know, a hundred fish on the bank. They're yeah. like, yeah, President Truman had a nice afternoon on the <laughs> yeah. tailor. You're like, yeah. Jesus, man. <laughs> God dang. It was different. It was, it was, man. It was different. It was. Different. Yeah. I mean, it was. It was I though. had my concerns. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh man. Yeah, no, I I I don't know, man. Um I mean But then vice versa, like, you know, like other places are getting better and fishing's fishing. Yeah. And it always ebbs and it flows. It always will be. It ebbs and flows. Yeah. Everything's a circle. Yep. Comes All comes back around. Yep. Yeah. yeah. It comes, I mean. But hopefully, I mean, maybe, you know, <laughs> as long as people keep fighting. <laughs> to play for devil's it, advocate, yeah, maybe yeah. it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't, you know. Maybe, maybe it you know, just keeps getting uh, shittier. Maybe, maybe part of that circle is people fighting, you know, and right. people being. Uh, I, I think that's the biggest part is just people yeah. fighting for it. Yeah. Know? You know, and like. what uh, One of my favorite, you know, quotes Ed Abbey had was, uh, 
wilderness doesn't need a defense. It just needs defenders. Yeah. And I like that. You know, it, it like the idea of having wilderness doesn't need a defense. Yeah. But like, it just needs people that like will be able to stand up and speak out and like be active and not, you know, help, help, help keep things going, you know, which is a big problem with everything going on. Yeah. You know, just keep, need to keep things going for people to, to be able to enjoy and pass on and like make sure that everyone's able to keep fishing and having a good, like, and just enjoying themselves outside, enjoying the river and enjoying whatever. Totally. Without having to like, I don't, you know, pay for it and get a permit. But I mean, like we need to pay for it. I mean, we do though. Because all that that money, all that money goes towards something. But But, okay. So like here's, here's a great, you know, like, I guess just getting into that topic, you know, like we're not the only ones who need to pay for it. That's true. As fishermen or as fisherwomen, you know, like we're not the only ones who need to pay for it. And that's what's tough because it's not like there's definitely recreational hikers that go down into places or let's say the gorge, you know, like, yes, they pay. But there's also, you know, like what Colorado did with their state wildlife areas this year. Um, did we talk about this on last? I don't think we um, did. No. But, uh, <laughs> um, no. <laughs> but no. what, you know, so Colorado just made it, two years ago, a year ago, they made state wildlife areas. You, If you're going to access the state wildlife area, you have to have a fishing or a hunting license. Yeah. Everyone. Right. If you're going to go into a state wildlife area, you need to have a hunting or a fishing license, right? Okay. So how many people go into those areas and those signs aren't updated and they don't have a fishing or hunting license and we're the only ones paying for it. I mean, prop, I don't know. I can think of <laughs> one right now. I mean, a few, a lot, you know, a handful, you know, Van Tile here. Yeah. In Gunnison. Yeah. Think about how many people walk that trail and right. do not have a fishing or a hunting license. How many people probably walk their quite dogs? a few, yeah, tons. You know, like yeah. if we're gonna enforce it, then let's enforce it. If we're gonna make it a rule, let's enforce it. You know, like yeah. we shouldn't be the only ones paying for this. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Like, and most of the time, we're the only ones sticking up for it. Right, right, right. Where you're not having these recreational dog walkers or these recreational people who are just walking the trail sticking up for like if you close down that trail today or tomorrow, people would be up in arms. And it'd be like, well, you didn't buy a hunting or a fishing license. Yeah. So we can't afford to keep it open. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like people don't see that big picture where we need everyone to be involved to protect it. Yeah. I mean, it it can't just be the people, it can't just be hunters and anglers. I mean, how do you, yeah, it's true. I'm just saying, like, I'm just. We're we're in the conversation now. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, no, why, that's a good I mean, point. I'm gonna I'm gonna go libertarian on all of you and say, why do I have to pay to access do, public lands? Do anything. I can't. I, I don't know enough. <laughs> you know, I can't. Yeah. Now now why, I can't focus. Like, why, I can't why do I have to pay? Why do I have to? I pay. Like I, I feel like Sitting Bull would probably agree. Like this, you know. Yeah. This is just a, a land. I know. No, it's a, it's a good question. I mean, it's almost like because our public lands have become like a socialized thing, right? Like, 
Right, you something know? to yeah. make. But what you're saying, and is nowadays that, it's even more. Yeah, like know? what you're saying is that you know it, it isn't fair that only a certain portion of the people who use the public land are footing the bill to yeah to manage it all. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, like in a sense, like I agree with you because I, I was just at dinner last night um, with some friends, and there was a gentleman I just met, big mountain biker, and he was talking about one of his buddies who's actually uh, works at Western, who's a really hardcore outdoorsman. Um, and, uh, really out, really our hardcore biker, mountain biker. Sure. And he's like, he's like that guy, he is, he is just on the trails, you know, 300 days a year, you know, or something like that. And in my mind, I'm like, and he doesn't pay a dime to contribute to public lands, you know, whereas somebody who fishes 300 days a year is foot in the bill. bill. Yeah. Well, and they, so like, I, I, again, I don't know enough, like I'd have to look into it more, but I know like. Year or two ago, they tried to make a backpacker tax and a biking tax. Whereas, like you know, we have the Pittman Robertson tax, um, Robertson, sorry, Pittman Robertson tax, um, and it, it, that basically goes towards all hunting and fishing gear that we buy. There's a tax on it that goes towards public lands and outdoors. So they tried to create like a backpacking tax and a biking tax, where they're like, hey, if you buy a backpack you should be taxed on it. And that tax will go to this fund to support the outdoors. And everyone who was a mountain biker or backpacker turned it down. They're like, no, we don't want this. We don't want this tax. And it's like, so you want to be in public lands, but you don't want to support it. Right. And I feel like I, I know we're getting like political here and we've never really done this on this podcast. It's not not super. I mean, yeah, it's not crazy political. No, it's, it's, I'm just saying it's, it's important. Yeah. Well, you know, as as an outfitter, and Patrick knows as well, as an outfitter, where you have to pay all these fees all the time to Colorado Parks and Wildlife or to Colorado just to be on the river where, you know, like recreational boaters don't. And I understand we're making money doing it, but we're also supporting these public lands for all these recreational boaters to be here. You know, we're helping clean it up by putting this money in towards. You know, like you wouldn't be able to float these areas and have pristine waters to float if it weren't for fishermen, if it weren't for hunters, you know, like that's all I'm saying. Yep. I see where you're coming from. I'm not, see, I'm not trying I to see... get like a big political battle here. I'm just no, saying I... like it no. just it, it bugs me at times where I'm like, you know, people people take this for granted, you know, where I'm paying for it and people take this for granted. Yep. No, I I totally. Well, agree. I mean, again, like, what would happen if no one paid for it? We need people to pay for it. What would happen if no? It'd one go paid? to shit. People would just trash it. Well, I think you can look at. I other, think you can look at other countries and see what. I'm would just happen. asking. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Th- I think people would just trash it. You look at look at Russia. Look at Russia, man. They don't have. I mean, so we have the Western conservation model here. You know, yeah. there's that, like there's a lot of countries that don't, and they don't have the wildlife that we have. They don't have the habitat that we have. No, that's what leads me, like, so one of the biggest things, like, one of one of the things is, like, <clears throat> like, John Muir, back in the day, you know, a lot of people talk about Teddy Roosevelt as a president, and he was awesome. Well, and, I mean, there's, they've made a whole conservation fund off of Well, I know, but, yeah. like, I've been talking about in, like, Yeah, I right know what now. you mean. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know what you mean. So, <clears throat> what, he was one of the most important people for preserving and creating uh, national parks and public lands. So yeah, I, I, you know, you have to, it's sad. (laughs) It's sad that you have to like, like we just said, like the idea of a wilderness doesn't need a defense. 
Yeah. It just needs defenders. Like, it, because otherwise people will take advantage of it. Yeah. Yep. And so, like, you have, I guess you do. You have to have people protecting it. Protecting it needs it. defenders. Is yep. like you said, that's, and it does. We are the defenders mm-hmm. paying and for it. And right now, and it would be, it's like, it would be nice if other people would help, but it's like, you know, it, at least, at least it's still there. Yeah. You know, and you but get, it's only still there because of people like us. I know. I would say, and that's why we need to keep making more yeah. people like us. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> have as many babies as you can. I didn't say anything about babies. You I'm want to kidding. talk about another? I was talking ed- more about like mind control. Another yeah, ed- you know? <laughs> propaganda. I get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another ad Abby quote is basically: "You want population control? You know, <laughs> if you want to look up a pretty, Dude, pretty Abby, hardcore at Abby quote, look you know, up population control. You know, he'll rip you apart. Yeah, Oof. you know how it's I like, feel. I love. Ooh. He's my favorite. Uh, he's my favorite writer. So when when I started working down in the gorge, Jake was reading these Ed Abby books, and I'd have heard about him. You know, my dad had told me about him, and I I I could talk. There's a good story. I wish I had. Wish I had all the credentials here. We'll have to have my dad on one of these days and tell yeah, oh, tell man, some Ed Abbey wow. stories. But um, when I first started working down in the gorge, you know, Jake's reading Ed, Ed Abbey. Ed Abbey is from 20 minutes south of where I grew up. Wow, in Pennsylvania. So it's like kind of like a hometown. So thing, he's you know? reading these books, and I'm like, all right, I've seen the name. Like, who is this guy? Like, I just didn't know enough. And I remember my dad, you know, like telling me about all this stuff, but I was too young to like understand, you know, what Ed Abbey was all about. So Jake goes and buys me four Ed Abbey books. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. And he's like, hey, these are yours. You need to bring these down to the gorge and read them. And like, I started out with the one that he was reading, you know, at the time and going through it. I'm like, hey, man, check out this. Which one was that? You know, uh, one life at a time. Yeah, one yeah. life at a time, please. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, but it's good, you know, like he, he was a crusty old bastard, you know, and he was an alcoholic and he is, but a, he's a park ranger. Yeah. So yeah. again, I, I'm going to, I'm just going to preface this real quick. Like I'm just going to bring it up real quick. Yeah. So my dad had a buddy that worked in the same, uh, lookout that Ed Abbey worked in. Nice. That's and cool. <laughs> I need to have my dad on to talk about it. His yeah. buddy's now passed, but, um, he would in an area somewhere in there and he'd come in after Ed Abbey left and he was like, dude, it, the place is a wreck. You know, like <laughs> there'd just be like writings all over the walls and pictures all over the walls. And he's like, this place is just torn apart, you know? And like, he's, he's like, dude, I think I found that Ed Abbey's next book, the monkey wrench gang. Right. You know, and like he had all these writings about the monkey wrench gang and all this stuff. And like, I got to have my dad on to talk about it because like my dad's sitting there telling his buddy Gabby, he's like, dude, you're out of your mind. Like yeah. Ed Abbey's <laughs> out of his mind. You're out of your mind. You know, like you guys are just losing it up there in your little lookout station. You know, like he's like, you guys got to lock it up, you know, like figure yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah. And finally, you know, my dad started to like, catch into it he's like all right all right i get it you know like i understand what's going on here like i'm all in yeah and it is it's again i need to have my dad on to tell the whole story because it is once i started reading it he's like all right you get it now he's like i've been telling you about ed abby for years i feel (laughs) like jake buys you a book and then you start reading it (laughs) (laughs) i feel like but that's awesome that's like relax it's it's true though like you know, I feel like there's so many like writers and like everything is so like uh, 
everyone's like, oh, Aldo Leopold and all these things, which are great books. Like, but they're just like things that are passed down. Like, there's certain, but th- okay. there's certain things. To that, be fair, Aldo Le- To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Aldo Leopold did write. A great almanac. No, I'm not knocking. No, all, all that stuff is unbelievable. He uh, wrote I'm a just great saying, almanac. I'm, my point is, is that there's. I thought a, this was a fishing th- podcast. <laughs> this is well. I mean, it, it kind of is. It is. We're talking about it. It kind of is about fishing. We're talking about conservation. But I, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's not talked about. You know, there's yeah. a lot of things that are like there's like the the mainstream like oh you got to read this book or you got to you know get a fish you know you do whatever because everyone's doing it yeah you know and sometimes it's not the, yeah. well yeah. i, I think at 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 abby i'd say is a mindset hey yeah it you is. know like getting into a mindset and being like all if right your mindset is like protecting the wilderness yeah but <laughs> it also yeah. like you know like I mean, I was telling you, I was like, well, I got this Aldo Leopold book right now. I'm reading and trying to finish it. I tried to name Dylan Aldo, by the way. Uh, Yeah? No, no. Dude, that'd be a sweet name. I know. So, I know. You want to tell everyone what your son's middle name is? Uh, uh, Dylan Dylan Hopper. (laughs) Love it. Dylan Hopper. Love it. Like, I don't know how many times I've heard this from Jake. He's like, my son's name's Hopper. Well, it's (laughs) Dylan, but his middle name's Hopper. That's awesome. It it's so sweet. Yeah, it was yeah. kind of like it was a joke at first, you know, when we were working. And, I and now it, you're living it up. I told everybody we were gonna. I was gonna have a kid, and yeah, everyone was like, "Oh, you got a name Hopper." You know? <laughs> Just everyone knows that's what I love doing. I've learned that's a awesome. lot about hopper fishing from you. All right, that's my favorite. Talk about hopper fishing. You want to talk about hopper fishing? Yeah. Hard segue. Yeah, hard, hard segue. Hard. <laughs> well, we got into Hopper. Your son's well, we got a little name. off on a tangent about books and stuff. Your son's name and conservation. Yeah. Uh, so see, now if anybody's now that, if anybody's made it this far in the podcast, yeah. they're ready for some. They're probably talk. just now like, the beer's flown and we're just BSing them. Yeah, yeah. that's great. It's we're awesome. gonna make some fucking sweet spaghetti after this. <laughs> <We're> gonna, <laughs> some sweet spaghetti? Nah, we'll make it spicy, savory, oh, yeah. spicy. But I mean, sweet like but, nice. No, no, no. It's gonna be good. No, yeah. Jake that, taught me I, a lot about hopper fishing. I, 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 just, yeah, we got to switch over. Here. Let's switch. Hop over, ho- hopper fishing. We're going to hopper over onto hopper fishing. Should we? Do you, I, we I don't mean, have to. I like hopper fishing. I, yeah. I was just saying you named your son Hopper. And yeah, like, you I mean, taught me a lot about hopper fishing. One of the best ways. I'm just getting back just, to fishing. Like, how good of an How good of an How good of Patrick's an, sitting over here like, mm-hmm. How good of an You e- guys, you boys okay, keep so when, on keeping so on. So when I first started, when I, when we were first up here, you know, like it was kind of like a thing. Like like a hopper eat on the upper Gunnison was kind of a thing. Like, yeah. Like, oh, man, that's cool. It you is. Know, yeah. yeah. It's and not every like, day. No, it's not. No. And it's then, not every it, day you see that. Huh? You it's know, just not. Yeah, it's not, you yeah. know. And so you get out there. And then, it's got and a horn poking out. I just remember the first time, you know, like just the first time you really get into a good hopper session, you know. And it's just, it's unbelievable. It's freaking ridiculous. It is. And, and if you're in a boat and you're able to fish a good hopper session and uh, we live in a good place to do that, it's you know what? It's good. You know what I I it, did as a kid is like everyone's probably done it, and I do it now is take hoppers and throw them in the water. Oh yeah, yeah. And like when yeah. I was a kid, you know, I used to fish I still over do that. in South Park. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I still do. Yeah. Dude, I got a video of me on Instagram like 
walking through and just like hoppers flying everywhere and like cranston's coming down the river and i'm just catching hoppers and throwing them in front of his boat yeah. just like trying to chum him up, yeah. tease him yeah. up yeah. as i can see him coming around the corner and i'm just like hucking yeah, hoppers yeah, in yeah. And, like, he comes by and his clients look at me and I'm just catching hoppers and throwing them <laughs> in the river. And they're like, you look like you're on drugs. I'm like, I am, man. <laughs> hey. Like, we're hopper fishing. This is amazing. Yeah. Like, you have no idea how cool this is in my head. Yeah. Like, yeah, I look like an idiot right now, but I'm loving this. But yeah. As a kid, I used to just, like, pick up hoppers, throw them in the river, and, like, watch what happens. And, like, yeah. like cool, there's a fish. You know, and yeah. you're like, I can throw my hopper in and catch one. Yeah. You it's know, like it's, it works. The eats themselves are awesome. And just the way you got to get in and, and the way you got to get close to the bank and just the casting. It's got, like one of my favorite guys that I fish with, you know, his, his, one of his favorite things to do is cat. Like he get he gets into it. Like how to get like, oh, that cast was bad. You know, like oh, I'm going to get it. I can get it two inches closer to the bank or I can do this and that, you know, like all of a sudden you're like, oh, like. That's not close enough. And they're like, but it was like two inches. And you're like, no, 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 no. no. Especially yeah. with clients. You're like, no, yeah, no, 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 Get it in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I want you to get it in the grass and, like, drop it off the yeah, grass. Yeah, yeah. But, like. Or it, tuck but, it under a bank. You, oh, it's so good. Oh. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Wait, it, yeah, that's where, that's the best. That's the best. It, uh, it we have the it is i know <laughs> we're i'm just giggling dude i'm just giddy with excitement <laughs> thinking about a hopper fishing. it's good it is it's good and that's what like i everyone loves it that's why salmon fly season everyone loves a good big dry fly you know oh, yeah. whether it's a cricket a, you know mormon cricket on the uh, you know on the green or a hopper or a salmon fly or anything Anything yeah, big. Anything when it comes Even to, just a dry eat is Or fine. like when you're stupidly fishing like some like Jackson likes to do. I, I'm gonna rip on Jackson a lot. <laughs> uh like a big purple chubby, you know. Oh dude, I love the purple chubby. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I love the purple chubby. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're fishing that yeah, down yeah. the middle of the riffle, you know, and a big old rainbow just comes up and eats it and you're like, What the hell? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> why did he eat that? But the, the, nothing beats that big. Eat. I get more eats off the purple chubby. Yeah, because well, it's all you fish. Uh, you're probably true. Yeah. You're probably right. <laughs> you're probably it's, right. it's like a law of probability yeah. on that. If I only throw purple chubbies, I get more <laughs> eats on that bug than anything else. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I like to go tan. <laughs> I'm a tan guy. You always, natural guy. You always rip me for the purple chubby. Actually, when I go ch- when I throw a chubby. I like red. Yeah, you or, do throw or, a lot or of red. royal. What kind of foam though? Black or tan? Just the old school. Oh, tan. Tan. Yeah. See, I like a purple chubby with black foam. No, tan and red is the best combo. I, there's a lot of people that say no. I'm saying <laughs> no. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Because what do you fish? You tan, know, you've I, never fished a purple I, chubby. I have, and but it, you don't. Fish I have, it. and I, I, not, I just go bah, <laughs> and I just throw it, take it off. I just cut it off and throw yeah. it in the bottom of my boat and say, this thing's soft. Yeah, yeah. I gave it to you. Yeah, or you give him to me. Hey, you want my purple chubbies? Yeah, yeah. definitely. I would Perfect. love to. It's like this. one I stole off of Jackson. Hey, you want this? Dude, I just like, I just remember, like, I mean, I bring, I bring Matt up on this podcast all the time because he's taught me a lot, but mm-hmm. it's like, dude, he's like, dude, it's like peanut butter and jelly, man. You got that grape jelly out there. It's just a purple chub just hanging out. 
he's like, they love that sweet jelly, man. No. Just, and he's like, <laughs> they just come up and eat it. And you're like, they do. I hope, I hope they everybody do. throws purple chubbies, to be quite honest. Dude, keep I'm trying it. to psychologically keep, keep mess it. everybody up, where they Dude. all throw the purple chub, Dude. and then I throw the royal. <laughs> I'm like, everyone's seen the purple chub. I'm going to throw the royal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah, they're, but it's all they're like, only eating one thing. That's it. Just purple chubs, too. Yeah. Always. That's it. That's it. It's all they key in on. Purple chubs. I wish. I need yeah. a beer. Hey, this, go grab one. This, this year is going to be good, one? though. Did you hear about the water this year? Uh, yeah, I've been kind of following the snowpack. You guys can stuff. keep this going for a second. I think it's going to be good for, yeah. for us. Now, well. Yeah. No, it will. It'll be for good us. for you guys. <laughs> Yeah. You guys will get good flows. It should be decent. There's not going to be any retention this year. Right. Right. As far as I know. Yeah. No, they're they're pushing water down. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, we're sitting upper basin. We're sitting. I think. 110 percent of normal 30 you, year average, something like that. So. Are you going to get everybody? Are you going to do another trip with us this year? Not this year. I'm getting married next winter. So. Um, not to use that as an excuse, but I have been a yeah, lot. Yeah, It's like a lot of planning and a lot of money and stuff like that. So, it happens. Um, I will get down there and fish you guys again for sure. Um, I'll definitely get down there again. Um, I'll probably do a private trip down there, um, but just putting together a hosted group is a little much mm-hmm. this year. So Cool. Yeah. I uh, I was talking talking to my uh, – you know, I did that, that – I'm going to have to edit this part out (laughs) It's fine Cam's just ripping a squirt in there (laughs) I know It's kind of loud (laughs) I'm going to tell the story while he's doing this actually The last time I was here um, Or it was two times ago It was when uh, um, Cam and I and uh, McVeigh were on the show And I, I went to relieve myself And uh I go to flush the toilet, I'm standing in front of it, and I can't I can't see the normal flusher, but I see a little like knob on the side of the toilet. I'm like, what the heck's this weird toilet? So I turn the knob and it just sprays me right in the crotch. <laughs> bidet. You got bidet. I got bidet hard right in the crotch. I'm sorry, dude. It just seemed like a good time. Um yeah, but they so hard, and then I come back out. They didn't even notice. They were, you know, deep in conversation. I just sit down. I didn't even say anything. You Patrick know. just has <laughs> water all over his pants. Apparently, oh, it, it just I looked like I pissed myself. I, I had like three seconds of dead air. I'm gonna say like I was like nah, and then Patrick just came in with the bidet story. Yeah, I mean, you know, well, but, he just like walks in and like everything's fine. And then after the podcast, he's like, hey, I just want to let you know that, like, I sprayed myself with the bidet. I was like, this is a weird freaking way to flush a toilet. Yeah, <laughs> I, I had no idea. Turns the knob and just. Well, in Patrick's defense, who has a bidet? I do. Did you get it during COVID? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people did. I think yeah. that was a big trend. Dude, honestly, I love the bidet. A lot of people do, <laughs> man. Yeah. That makes it's, it there's out. a reason they've been so popular. You know? Yeah. I'm not again. It. We're a fishing podcast talking about bidets right now, which is well, fine. I don't think everybody, you know. No, it's fine. We're just we're bsing. I I think that's hilarious. When you told me afterwards, I was like, dude, you should have brought that up. I know. Like I just sprayed myself with the bidet. I should. Now I'm sitting here having holding a normal conversation, kind of bring <laughs> knowing in my head that I have water all down my pants. I was just soaked. 
That was like the time <laughs> I went. I was at North Fork and I used the uh, the outhouse there or whatever. And I got. I love a good got, outhouse story, dude. I got blue splashed. Oof! Like, like you know, pre, yeah. the pre-trip, and I'm like, I I was so uncomfortable. Yeah, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> it's the worst. Like you just have it. Like the like the blue stuff is on you, Jake. Yeah. I don't know if you know, but we've talked about this on this podcast about the best place to go take a poop while you're guiding the best place to take a poop while you're guiding in my opinion no i mean like up here and let's hear it oh yeah in my opinion the best poop to take is at wait hold on i'm not telling i know exactly where don't don't tell everybody though because you're gonna blow up my spot i'll tell you where the word while you're thinking about it i'll tell you where the worst place is in my opinion is (laughs) almont campground Oh, good yeah. loud. That's good loud. I went in there. I did. <laughs> I had a, I had an afternoon off and did a private float this last year. I had never used those outhouses before. Never had to. I've had to pull over there before. I mean, it's only like ten minutes into the float. Yeah, like, you're like I had to go already. The I best, know. The best. The best spot is 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 the Groover at T Dyke. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Well, it, yeah, it, it, it is. It absolutely is. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, you got to poop in a box. Yeah, but you can catch a fish while you're pooping off the True. box. True. Uh, or you can get hooked in the ear by Hal. Or whatever, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But you're right there. It's it's awesome. No, groovers are great. I mean, for those of you who haven't <laughs> groovers done. Are great. Tell I everyone, mean, tell everyone what a groover is, Pat. A groover is an outdoor toilet can with a toilet seat on it. Yeah. And Sometimes uh, it has an insert. Sometimes it has a plastic bag. Yeah. yeah. Just I'll, depends on your, uh, I guess, what you can afford. <laughs> totally. <laughs> There's different kinds. There's real fancy ones. There's more basic ones. But uh, in my opinion, when, when else do you get to take a dump outside, barefooted, you know? On the look, river. Looking at the river. You know, it's amazing. It's the best. It's the best. I think like I, I got at least 30 pictures in my phone of me sitting at the Groover. Where I'm like, check out this view. It's and not I, a I selfie, was, of course. Yeah, no, not a selfie. I was yeah. showing my mom one day. I was yeah. like, hey, look at where I work, you know? And like, yeah. I was swiping through pictures. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I was taking a shit in that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, that's like, where I poop in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, oh, look at this. This is a good Groover view. I'm like, check this one out. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I was pooping there, too. She's like, is that all you do is sit on the toilet and take pictures? I'm like, you, you, kind of. Well, you, you <laughs> like, kinda, you, it's you, great. We put them in great areas oh, where yeah. you can. You do poop a lot in the morning. I do. Usually yeah. twice. Yeah, well, it's good. Uh, it, it's healthy. It's he- it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I got one like right when I wake up, and then like after coffee, I'm like, that's I gotta go whole, again. That's yeah. part of the whole family thing. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. We know each how, other's how schedules. How many times is Cameron pooping? Yeah. <laughs> that's know? like a big topic down there in the gorge. Is like how many times I have to go to the Groover, and it's like, dude, the morning is you poop a lot. I do, and we all learn that from each other. Like, oh. I've never seen this guy hit the Groover. You know, like, <laughs> there's certain people where you're like, I've never Is seen. Is there that someone guy that you never have? You know, I'm trying to think. There's a couple people where I'm like, I why a, haven't you hit the? Groover I had a kid yet? one time down there. He was like, he was like, I can't poop. You know, and then by day, <laughs> like day, day, day three, he was like, I was hurting. He was hurting. Oh yeah, he just know? didn't want to go. And then we stop at Smith Fork, and he disappears. And then I was like, Did you just poop up there? You know, and yeah, he, like yeah, you knew, and like just by the look, he, you knew. He just he looked like, relieved. <laughs> yeah, it's all sweaty. Yeah, no, like he let. Yeah, and I made him get a plate and a paper towel, and I made him pick that up up there and like oh, bring dang. it back down to the groover. You good know? for you. Oh, yeah, you know, that's good. 
Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> now that's a good pro tip. You can't, though. you can't like you can't let a bunch of. What if you walk around up there? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I've caught people. I've seen people like, making love up there. You want to make love on poop? I watched a dude right. try and poop like in the willows one morning. Like he didn't think I was up. And I'm up like stirring around, getting yeah. coffee going. They're like, we get a storm coming in in the morning at buttermilk. And I'm like walking around. I'm like, all right, I'm going to make sure the rain flies good. Like, And it's like 530 in the morning. This dude is like running out of his tent. And I'm like, uh-oh, that looks like a poop run. Uh-oh. You know, like this guy is ready to go. Yeah. And he like... Does one of those like look arounds and like drops trowel. <laughs> and I was like, hey, Groover's over there. Yeah. And like he just went, oh, like real quick <laughs> and caught him like red handed. He's like, I can't wait that long. I'm I can't like, make it. You yeah. gotta make it. Yeah. Dude. Like, you, you gotta do it. You gotta do it, dude. Yeah. Like, you can't be pooping on the bank. Yeah. Like we we go through a Groover talk, like, oh, yeah. hey, here every time, most of the time, Will's really good out of it, at it. Most of the time when we get to camp, Will's you like, remember, let me do a Groover talk. Re- All right, here's where the Groover is. Here's how you use it. Here's the toilet paper. This is what you do. <laughs> That's a good the, Will impression. You know, like, he's, he's good at it, dude. He he's is. like, if there's no toilet paper right here, someone's probably at the Groover. Right. Don't go over there. Always bring the toilet paper back. You That's know? the key. Like, it's because, the key. Dude, sometimes the toilet paper will be gone, and you're like waiting like, <laughs> looking they're like where are they you know and you're yeah. like why aren't they coming back and you're like i'm just gonna go walk that's over code there. red yeah <laughs> i'm yeah. just gonna go walk over there and then all of a sudden no one's there and you're like some bitch i could have pooped 10 minutes ago yeah you know like no one brought it back that's interesting you know the key to the groover is key is it is key and that's a good it's a, just a good pro tip for anybody who's listening to this who hadn't done an overnight river trip or they're thinking about doing the gorge <laughs> yeah or just, just any make, other overnight. Like, yeah, honestly. yeah. Obviously, you remember the key. Bring it back. But like more importantly, just go poop in the morning. Make yourself do it. Actually, drink, good, drink coffee. Like just, just get up with that in your mindset. Just be it's like, a good I'm point. gonna poop this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it. It's a good yeah. point to just bring up on any overnight. Like, don't be the asshole that poops up in some side draw. No. Don't be the no. asshole that does. like no. poop, dude. No, I've, like, I've, nobody I've, likes that, man. No. I've nobody been the, likes I've that. I've been the dude where I'm like, hey, I got to get the Groover off the boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I mean, if you got to go. do it, you got to do it. But like, you know what? You there's know lots what, of permitted trips and there's lots of overnight trips around. And like, don't be the. You know what Willie Boyd asshole. did to me this year? Yeah. Dude, solid. He went and freaking <laughs> really? got me some freaking wag bags, dude. Nice. Yeah. And he was like, hey, man, I know occasionally. Like, we all learn each other's schedule, you yeah, know? Yeah. And he's like, I know occasionally, like, you got to go midday and you hold it. And he's like, that's not good, man. He's oh, like, <laughs> He's like, here's some wag bags. So speaking of. He went and got me wag bags for my afternoon dump if I, I need to take it. He was like, hey, man, I'm trying to help you out because I know you stress about it at lunch. He did I'm you like, solid. I'm like, yeah, dude, sometimes I stress. Like, yeah. I can't, I don't want to break yeah. out the grouper yeah. right now. Yep. And he's like, here you go, man. Your IBS is on. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he hooked Speaking of, like, yeah. that, that leads, kind of like leads me into my superpower. Oh, okay. Oh, All right. Yeah. Perfect. We haven't talked about it. Yeah. I want to hear your superpower. So I was thinking about this. How awesome would it be if you could just pull your pants out and pull whatever the fuck you wanted out? What like, do you well, okay, wait, hold on. <laughs> like, like a, a magic like a, trick? <laughs> like a fishing rod or oh. or a net. Or just like in a cartoon, you know, like you just like lift, oh, lift like you lift yeah. like you lift your waistband out and you're just oh. like Oh, I need a box of flies. Like a yeah. magic hat. 
Yeah. You yeah. said but pull your pants down like, out. and pull whatever oh. you want out. <laughs> <laughs> Ten-inch well, well cock. That, well, that also, that also, you know. I that, wish I could just pull I could, whatever I wanted once I, once I pulled my pants down. I wish something else came out of yeah, it. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds bad at first, but you know what I'm saying. Okay. Like, you pull the waistband out. like So it's like, like a magic hat. Yeah. So, like, you could pull a whole net out of your pocket. Yeah. Or like that'd be pretty cool. Or whatever box of flies you wanted. Yeah, just yeah. your pants are a magic hat. Spare six weight. Yeah, that'd be nice. Thousand acre ranch. <laughs> Boom. Whatever the hell you want. Yeah, go for it. Why Thousand not? acre uh, ranch. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that the you best? You just go. Yeah. You're like Chucky. He's like get down to the river and you're like. I need my boat. And you just like, yep. You're thinking too virtual <laughs> these days, man. <laughs> Thousand acre ranch, no big deal. Bada bing. I'm just going to throw land down yeah. for sure. I'm just going to create nothing yep. out of something. Something out of nothing. I mean, it's a superpower. I like, I like your idea. Magic hat, pants. Yeah. Love it. Magic, magic pants. Magic pants. Or you just pull whatever you want out of it. Uh, that still sounds dirty. Magic waiters. How about that? All right. All right. There, how about a, fair that. that doesn't sound as dirty. How about a magic straw hat? But I hate wearing waiters. Magic straw hat would be sweet. Magic anything would be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. Yeah. But you Dude, know. you know the only time I swam this year? Yeah. My hat blew off early yeah. season. Yeah. We're down right below um, the squeeze. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're right up against the rock wall, and a wind gust like hit me and took me into the rock wall, and my hat blew off. Mm-hmm. Went into the rock wall, and I watch it go under the boat, yeah. and I look over the right side of the boat, and my hat pops up. So I go to jump to go grab my hat, and the boats were so 303'd because it was <laughs> early in the season, dude, <laughs> that I just went... Like a slip and slide, and oh, yeah. just head first in the river. With clients in the boat, yeah. Nice. And I grab my hat and I come up on the side of the boat, and both clients were like, "What happened? Why are you in the river?" <laughs> I'm like, "You didn't see any of that." And I just like, am so Angus was watching the whole thing, and he's just back there laughing so <laughs> hard. He's like, "Dude, I wish I would have had that on film. Like, you just literally slip and slide right off the boat, head first in the river." That's like, awesome. I just leaned and went. <laughs> right into the river. I was like, holy shit, that was so quick. I lost my hat. You can't lose a hat. Dude. In the river, and Cattell found it three days later. Wow. Got nice. it back. Sweet. It was waiting at the lodge for me. That's pretty. That's, that's amazing. That is yeah. good. It doesn't happen often. I lost the hat a second time, and now it's gone. <laughs> we lost one the other day. I was floating with my buddy Blake, also known as Crazy Eyes. Um, and we are floating down. And his hat blew off, like, down by Wilson's. And he's like, oh, dude, it's gone. I was like, dude, I've seen weirder things happen, man. Like, <laughs> and it's just, like, you can see it every now and then. And I'm just, like, chasing it. And the wind was blowing like crazy. Like, we weren't fishing. And I'm just, like, chasing it. And he's like, dude, it disappeared. It's gone. And all of a sudden, we are about to get to the takeout. And I was like, there it is. <laughs> and, like, dude, it just came up, like, right in front of the boat and just handed him the net. And he, he's like, yeah, I thought it was gone. I'm like, told you i've seen crazier shit happen man like most times you can find them if you stay with pace dude yeah yeah they'll pop up for sure mcveigh lost a net one time at pleasure park and it's gone for like four hours and he's like i don't know where it went i'm like did you leave it in the river he's like maybe and i'm like 
I don't know what to tell you, dude. And he's like, I know a couple places it might be. Dude, we're like walking down river, and it's just eddied out, just nice. sitting in there. And he's like, I told you I'd find it. I like, told you. I'm like, you son of a bitch. You got so lucky. You almost just lost a fucking $200 Nomad net. Yeah. You don't lose those. It no. helps to know the river. Yeah. yeah. I found one a couple of years ago, and I like posted it everywhere. I was like, whose net is this? Like, I found this net. What was it? I lost it. It was one. a nomad. Well, you should have replied Which to one my, was it? None of your business now. <sighs> it's gone now. <laughs> Come on. I gave it, I re, I restrung it with a new bag and gave it to my dad. I was like, dude, this thing's like practically brand new. What was it though? It was a nomad midlink. What color? The river camo. Oh, dude. It might have been mine. <laughs> dude, you should <laughs> Two years ago, you I lost can, one. I lost one on the east. <laughs> it sounds about right. Yeah, dude. dude I lost uh, one on the east. It you just should talk to my dad away. about it, dude. Maybe he'll fight you for it. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Maybe. What, what color bag did it have? Uh, at the time, it was pretty brown. <laughs> was it a black bag originally? No. no. Okay. No, it wasn't mine. Yeah. So, all right. Then you, don't, you don't have to fight my dad yeah, now. Some guy I worked with is just telling me a story about finding a rifle. At some hunt finding camp. a rifle yeah he found like a deer rifle wow and then he ended up getting married to this chick like six years later who owned the deer rifle it was her fan like her brother no that lost that rifle and he was like around the campfire and he was like oh, i found this rifle blah, blah, blah. And they're like that's mine yeah and they were like you better give it back <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and they're like we're gonna file like uh, charges on are you serious yeah oh. So yeah, yeah. So he's like, "I'll give you a hundred bucks." Blah blah blah. You are you you already bought a new rifle, and they're he's and they're like, "Yeah, that's fine." But like, how crazy is that? That is insane. Like he married that lady. Like like he found the rifle too. Like that's like small world kind of serendipitous. Be the right word for that. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty serendipitous. That's extreme. (laughs) That's that's hilarious. I don't think I have a net or a pair of forceps that I've I bought. To be quite honest, just found them all. Really. I've never, I've never bought a pair of forceps, and I have at least five. Wow. Yeah. Well, it's and true what they say: the river taketh and it giveth. And I have two, two fish pond nets, Did he- that I have found. And like, it's like impossible to give stuff back that way. If you're like, you know, river I mean? booty, you can try. It's river, right? uh, yeah, yeah, you can try. River booty. Yeah, like, like down there too. Like you're like, well, like it could. Dude, I watched Cranston a week ago. Was anybody? Yeah, Cranston one day found or one trip, three days found two nets and like a uh, smoke kit. Yeah, yeah. like and those. he was like opening it up. He's like, hey man, you know, like, <laughs> like you want to check this out? I'm like, you know, we yeah. neither of us smoke weed. Man. You know, he's Cranston, like, I know. Cranston loves blazing. Yeah. I was like, I, he goes, I know, but I just figured I'd do the voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, he found two nets that in three days and that smoke kit. And it was like, Jesus, dude, you are on a roll. Yeah. I found fire rods. And oh, yeah. I, one day, I found a pack of uh, organic Oreos. Floating organic Oreos. I didn't know Oreos. they made organic Oreos. How yeah. do you make them organic? I don't know. Oh, they were like Newman's Own. Newman's Own okay. organic uh, Oreos. Yeah. Wow. Okay. 
Yeah. Nice. Not Oreo brand. Nabisco ain't going yeah, organic. No, no, yeah, 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 yeah. They're chocolate and biscuits. Yeah. That's what they are. Yeah. They can't chocolate say Oreo. I gave, yeah. them, I gave them away. Don't worry. <laughs> hey, man, I got these great biscuits. I rolled into Tea Dyke, and these, these guys were cookies. in a campsite. And I was like, you guys got to get out of here. And they're like, but I was like, here's some cookies. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they're just a little river logged. They're no fine. big deal. Yeah. Most recent river booty I found was like three days ago. I found a Spider-Man... Uh, Zepco rod. Nice. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. All Just right. chucked it today. I, I maybe I, I, man, <laughs> I do. Yeah, there's, we haven't done work. a ton of podcasts, but I can't remember sometimes what I've talked about. Mm-hmm. Cause you just get to that point where like, yeah. Yeah, have I talked about this? Yeah. But the weirdest river booty I've ever found, I found porn. Like yeah. a DVD or what? Yeah. All of it. Honk if you're DVDs, horny. magazines. Honk if you're horny. Yeah. Whoa. Like a bag of porn? So I was walking the river. There was a, there was a bridge. Let's I, put it this I way. I got something to add to this after you're done. Hold on. So there was a bridge. Let's put it this way. I was near a bridge, and there's a big ice shelf. It was early, like, February, March, and, like, walking the river, and I was coming down river. And I saw this black thing on the ice. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell is that? You know, like, and it's, and I was with a buddy and it's a bag. It's just a bag sitting on the ice. Huh. And I was like, dude, that's crazy, man. Like, I was with Jared. And I'm like, dude, what do you think's in that bag, man? <laughs> and I was like, he goes, don't touch that bag, dude. And I was like, I was like, but we don't know what's in it. And I was like, what if there's money in it? And he goes, what if there's, like, dead puppies? I was like, way to bring down the situation, Jeez, bro. Whoa. Yeah, I was like, Gosh. whoa, dude. Like, way to bring down the I situation. Mean, honestly, though, what I was talking about money. Yeah, I know. It'd be sad. Kittens would be funny. But, okay, <laughs> this is a whole thing. I, I created this whole thing in my head. I, so, like, I went and got this bag. I was like, dude, I'm looking the bag. Like, what if there's money in the bag? Yeah. Like, I got to look in the bag. I'm curious as to what's in you the have bag. To it could be dog poop. I don't know. Yeah, you have to But look. I'm going to look in the bag. You called the shit poop. You called the shit. Yeah. I was going to say the same thing just now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. Literally, you beat me to it, man. Fuck yeah. So I go and open the bag, and I was like, Jared, you're never going to believe this, dude. And he goes, is it puppies? <laughs> <laughs> and I go, no, dude, it's porn. <laughs> I was like. Dude, it's a bag of porn. And he's like, what kind? That's too much, man. He goes, what kind? And I go, I don't think the kind either one of us would be into. And he goes, well, let's see it. So, well, well, you give him the warning. Let's see it. Uh, dude, it's all tranny porn. Oh, God. Oh, my God. No there's way. D- there's like six DVDs in there of tranny <laughs> oh porn. God. Whoa. And I was like, Weird. dude, this is maybe the weirdest thing I've ever found on the river. Yeah. And there's a receipt in there from Grand Junction. <laughs> they bought it all? They bought it all. Huh. And so, like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to take this. I'm going to figure out what to do with this because I can't leave this trash on the river. I'm trying to be a good citizen. <laughs> good excuse. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, good oh, excuse. shit. I got a bag full of tranny porn in my possession <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now what do I do? And you're touching it. Yeah. Your so, fingerprints but I was like, are all over it. But my first thought was like, hey, there's a receipt. I'm going to go return all this shit. <laughs> and get, get the, the money, money back. back. That's not a bad but idea. Then I was like, but if it's on a card, I'm not going to get that money back. 
So now I'm like, and you're gonna have to. so now I got this. I'm in this position you're where I'm have holding to return this return tranny porn. Yeah, yeah. I'm you're holding that on guy. To this you're like, this really porn. wasn't for me. You know, I wasn't so into it. This goes deeper. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> so now I'm in possession of tranny porn, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. So I bring it home, and I'm like, all right, I'm either gonna return this, or like, I think I posted on the marketplace. I was like, hey. I found a bag full of goodies. <laughs> if it's yours, let me know. This is what the you bag know, like, looks like. I'm tr- so I created this story in my brain. I'm like, how'd this tranny porn get on the ice shelf? Yeah. Like maybe some like kid was driving by and he's like, I can't believe I brought this. I'm going to throw it off the bridge. Thinks it's going to go on the river and it lands on the what ice shelf. What if it shelf. was like some guy's girlfriend that was yeah. like, I can't believe you are watching tranny porn. She oh, like, I thought what? of all these scenarios. Yeah, yeah. I was like, how'd this get on this ice shelf? Yeah. Like who put this here? You know, but now I'm in possession of it, and I gotta deal with it. Yeah. I'm like, how do I deal with this? So it's just sitting on my coffee table in this like black bag for like <laughs> two weeks, and I'm like, well, if I throw it in the dumpster and somebody looks in the dumpster, they're gonna know it's came, coming from my house. They're gonna think I watch tranny porn, so I can't throw it in the dumpster. <laughs> All these gunny like, dumpsters. What am divers. I supposed to do? But I'm like, what if somebody comes to my house and like sees a bag full of tranny porn sitting on my coffee table? That's worse. You know, I'd like, say that's what's worse. worse? So I'm trying to figure out all this stuff. Like, how do I deal with this? So I ended up like walking like four blocks down the street and like finding a dumpster and tossing it in there. Yeah. It was a tough situation. No, that, that is, was the weirdest river booty think, I've ever found. I think you made a good I wouldn't decision. call that booty. It was definitely booty. Oh, well. Wow. If you think I about it. Yeah. Hey. See what I did there? See what I did there? It was definitely booty. Yeah. I never thought we'd talk about tranny porn on here, but... <laughs> Hey, here we are. Here we are. Didn't yeah. you have something to add on to that, Jake? Oh, uh, uh, we lost a camera on the river one time. Did it have tranny porn on it? No, but uh, it was like, <laughs> if any of you boys find that. <laughs> we need it back immediately. <laughs> yeah. Do not Don't look, look like, at look. what's on There's there. pictures on there. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> we're like, now those, we all kind of really want to find those it. Yeah, we're curious. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'll happen, man. It will. Yeah, things happen like tranny porn thrown off a bridge for some reason. Who knows? Maybe it was a semi truck driver, and he's like, "What I do?" You that? know what's you know? I've like, under the bridge one time. We found uh, <laughs> there was a dude. This is crazy. There's like a doghouse and like a tarp with a bunch of shit rolled up in it under the bridge one time. Down on the county road bridge down down low. You know? Oh yeah. And and there was Down low, a, a lock bo- a lock box with like a passport, like Whoa. this woman's passport in it and stuff. Wow. Yeah. And Crazy. we like I had it in the boat and I pulled Did it. Did you change your identity? I called the cop- no, I called the cops. Oh, that's and I good called move. the Delta cops and I was like, Hey, I found this and it turns out there was like a home invasion and oh. like this lady had gotten robbed and like all of their stuff got like just like whatever they didn't want got chucked over the bridge. Huh. Oh, yeah. and, and just so washed up. It was creepy though, because it was like it was like a lot. Like I was, think that's what happened with my training porn, dude. Yeah, they someone it. got maybe someone got robbed, and they were like <laughs> sweet porn, and then they hey, were we're gonna, gonna help like, you what? out. We're gonna take your porn from you so your fucking wife doesn't find <laughs> out you're watching training porn. Yeah, I also thought like, dude, I, I don't had think a someone who watches like, training porn has a wife. You never, you never know, know man. You never know. I had a I had a high school. Uh, I had what a if high it was school. Like a, Sorry. No, you're good. I, had, I want to I, hear about this. I had a. <laughs> what's the next word? <laughs> I had a high school substitute teacher. It was like one of these subs that just like 
you know, regular, regular substitute teacher. I don't know what that meant at the time. It was just, yeah, regular, (laughs) like could be math class, English, didn't matter. That was, this person subbed a lot of classes in high school. If a teacher was sick, they were on it. And uh, their name was Buzz. This has nothing to do with River Booty? Nope. Okay. We're totally on a tangent okay. here. Nope. <laughs> nope. This nope. is about trannies now. Buzz. Yeah, Buzz. <laughs> this is about trannies now. Buzz was a tranny. Um, yes. Buzz was awesome. <laughs> it wasn't Mr. or Mrs. Buzz. If you called him Mr. or Mrs. Buzz, he'd give you a very stern look. Oh, this is like old school. Yeah, this is, old. This is when I was a little kid. Like the old school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Like Buzz wore a dress. Buzz had long hair, but Buzz was very muscular and masculine-looking mm-hmm. physique. But it was Did Buzz. Buzz fly fish? That's awesome. Probably. Probably. <laughs> like it was Buzz was a person who like lived life to its fullest extent. So, I, so I Buzz had, probably fly fish. Probably. Wait, we gotta finish Patrick's story. No, that's that's the that's end. The, oh, that's I had the, I had to sub- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> that's the end. <laughs> I thought there was so much. No, more that's no it. it was a really that was just an anecdote more That's than a story. It. Yeah. Cam's just over here like, this podcast has just gone to shit. Uh, <laughs> I just lost it. It's awesome. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Like, that was it? That was That's it. it? I just was wanted to tell you about Buzz. Yeah. It's like Pat. <laughs> yeah, it's like Pat. Yeah. 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 The point was that you just never know. You never know what you're gonna find on the river. You never know. Are you, do you have a river story or a fishing story, or is this about another? <laughs> do I? Tranny. Tranny story. Do I have a this, river story? I have tons of rivers. I have story. tons of river stories. I can tell you that are all like uh, <laughs> off the books. <laughs> I got one. Cranston told me you want to hear it. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Let's hear Cranston River story. No, this is about. Oh, this isn't a river story. No, this is kind of. Well, I mean, this is something Cranston told me. <laughs> Cranston is a guide, he, so. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's Cranston's a fishing guy. He's an awesome guy. He, he. Yeah, awesome guy and guide we're as floating, well. He's a guide. This is a fishing podcast. We're, we're floating down the river. He says he's floating down, and there's a guy, just you know, on a rock chilling. And then he gets closer and he's like, he's, I think he's naked, you know? And then he's like, looks like he's like really getting into something, you know? <laughs> he's really focused on something right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. And, and he's facing, but he's facing down river, which is the problem, you know? Yeah. We can't see what's actually going on. <laughs> and, and, you know, he, Cranston realizes what's happening as he goes by and, and the guy finally like sees the boat coming by. He's like, oh, 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 oh. You know, pulls, uh, like gets all weird, but like he climaxed. Oh no! But <laughs> <laughs> he's like saw the boat and was like, oh god, you freaked know? out, like, yeah. yeah, freaked out. Oh my god! But it's like you know, man, if you're gonna do something like that, which is totally cool, it's the wilderness. Look, just don't just dump. Fa- face up river. Yeah, that's the kind of the moral of the story. You think? Or or find a little so hike. Everyone can see you. You got, so you can or see, you can so you see, can see them. them. It's like running with traffic or against traffic. Yeah. 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 Do you yeah. want to jerk off upriver or downriver? Right. Exactly. You should right. probably jerk off upriver. If you're going to, yeah. Yeah. If you're going to. <laughs> if that's your MO, if that's that going to be the one you want to do. If that's your MO, wow. Yeah. This this is taking a turn. Well, it's a story. It is a you good know? story. It did kind of relate could, to fishing, too. I could good go. Job. I could go. Good job. I could, you nailed I could, it. I could even go deeper. 
Uh-oh. You know, we could, but we do we or do we not? I don't think we want to go. Okay, nah, let's back off of that. But like, <laughs> we could go we talk trainees and jerking off on the river, and yeah, we really went down some rabbit holes tonight. I was just, I was just crying. Well, it's funny because so it's hard. it's funny because it's true. You know, oh, yeah, God. it's <laughs> well, you never know what you're like, gonna David. See out there. Like, d- yeah, no, you don't. You know? <laughs> like, so it makes it awesome. Look how serious Jake was when he like, no, you don't. No, you really you don't. never really yeah. know what you're gonna see. You yeah. don't though. Be careful. <laughs> isn't it just like every time? <laughs> isn't so it part of the excitement of every time you're on a river is going around the river bend? Yeah, you're yeah. Like, what's behind it was, the bend? Yeah, what's yep. going on over there? It's like, yeah, you just never know what you're gonna see over there. Sometimes, oh, yeah. it's sometimes startling. Have you guys have you guys ever been to the Truckee River? No. Uh, no. So we I went with Dirk uh Schumacher. Bentley? Nope, not Dirk Bentley. <laughs> oh. Went uh did you know Dirk? The yeah. Three Rivers? Yeah. yeah. So Dirk <laughs> Dirk's Dirk Dirk's Bentley has a cover band. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Dirk's Bentley has a cover band. I can't remember what the band's name is called, but their hit is the Moose Knuckle Shuffle. <laughs> yeah. I've actually heard that. He I've opens heard that. for himself as his cover band, and he... no one knows it's Dirk Bentley. <laughs> really? Yeah. And then Whoa. he'll come out. He'll do the Moose Knuckle Shuffle, <laughs> and then he'll come out. That's brilliant. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I mean, that's from a from a monetary standpoint, that's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. He's got two bands. Open yeah, for yourself. He's got two bands. He opens for himself. He just pays himself to open. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so go me ahead. and my boy Sorry, Dirk, Dirk. Went, we went. We went to uh, <laughs> not Dirk Bentley. We went to a conference, a river conference in Reno, of all places, a few years back. Yeah, right on the right on the Truckee. Yeah, and uh, you know Reno's just like kind of a filthy place, man. Like, <laughs> you know, the conference is at a casino hotel. People are up all night gambling and stuff. Yeah. But we brought our rods, and we we're like, I was like, dude, like, let's walk to the rivers, like. 20 yards away from what, this hotel. What river? The Truckee. Truckee, yeah. Okay, it's sorry, famed, I forgot what you're talking about. It's a famed, <laughs> it's a famed <laughs> trout river. There's big fish in there and everything. Yeah. Um, it's about the size of the Upper Gunny. You know? In Reno, Nevada. Yeah, in Reno, Nevada. They have trout in there in Reno, Nevada. Believe in it or not. Truckee. Yeah. Okay. And when we were there, too, like, I went to there, I went to Reno thinking, like, oh, it's the desert. It's going to be hot. Yeah. It was, like, 10 degrees, dude. It was cold. Um, <laughs> I used to live in Nevada. You know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, I lived in uh, Henderson, which is right outside of Las Vegas. Okay. Like five minutes from Las Vegas. Yeah. So it's high desert. It gets cold. Anyways, yeah. we go down to the river. <laughs> we have our we have our rods. We okay. have some we have our streamer rods. We're like, we're just gonna fart around, you know, one afternoon. Man, you talk about like bum camps and like it was it was junked out. I was like, man, this is like you can barely get to the river without kind of being scared or like Getting shanked or something. Have There's so ever, many like shanties and bum camps. Have you ever and, like, fished in Pueblo? Yes, I have. Yeah. But it was worse than that. Really? Well, I mean, Pueblo compared to Reno. Reno's such a bigger place. You yeah. think about all the crime and stuff there. True. But I um, open carried last time I fished in Pueblo. No, I was I, like, dude, I'm kind of terrified. I believe like, it. Like, I'm gonna make it known that I have a gun on my hip because I, I was pretty scared. Yeah, it's really? a, it's actually yeah. a pretty cool tailwater. I kind of got jinxed. Pueblo or Pueblo? Yeah, yeah. yeah, the last time I went was heading to Pueblo um, tailwater to fish. I slid off the side of Monarch and totaled my truck. So oh, man. it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth. I was like, Ugh. I remember you telling me that a little bit. Yeah. I was like, yeah. You're going down there for like a tournament or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We're going to yeah. go fish a tournament. Yeah. Yeah. So like if you go, I don't want to give too many spots away, but um, there's some nice fish down there. Oh yeah. Like yeah, really absolutely. nice fish down there. Yep. yep. And I, I remember fishing it. So, 
I was dating this girl at the time and she, her, her mom lived in like this private community and, but it was like right on the river. And so there's a little trail, like you had to access a gate to get down there. Like nobody could just walk up and yeah. get into their private community. Yeah. Um, which is good because there's a lot of bums and yeah. crackheads probably. Yeah, um, for sure. But I, I walked down there. I was like, dude, I'm going to bring you. Like, this is terrifying. Like, there's bum camps all down through here. Like, I don't know what I'm going to run into. Yeah. Like, who knows what's going to happen. Um, but there's a big walkover bridge, and I was, like, looking over the bridge. And I'd heard that there was fish in there, you know. And I was like, well, let's just go check it out. And I was, like, looking over the bridge, and there's tons of trout in there. I was like, holy moly, man. Like, this is great. It took me two days, like, to, like, figure out exactly what they're eating. Uh, but dude, there was, it was, yeah, very nice. Yeah, like, oh, very nice. That tail water is awesome. Fish down there, and I was way below the Nature Conservancy. I was way below the dam, and like I was almost to the point where there's like concrete banks, like yep. like the LA River. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I was very close to that, yep. and I was still blown away by how many trout were in there. I think it's just it's got such a long season down there there's a yeah. ton of biomass like bugs can hatch pretty prolifically all yeah. year so yeah fish get big it's crazy man like we live in this like little biodome up here in gunnison where it's just like we only see bugs this time of year for this time and then they're gone and like yeah. you go to other places and you actually like realize you're like holy shit there's bugs all year round yeah in other places but you they know, usually like, some i mean it depends but sometimes they can't fish the summer a lot of the summer yeah exactly so that's the trade-off yeah we don't have bums up here which is nice that is nice <laughs> not we have river bums but have, we don't have have you floated have you floated them have oh seen, yeah have you seen the homeless camps well i'm talking about the upper <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> i'm not talking about the lower gunny that's a little different you know when it's 20 below for a week it's just hard to be a bum you got to yeah. go south. You got to yeah. go south. You got to go to Pueblo. You yeah, know. or Montrose. <laughs> got to go to Montrose or Pueblo. Montrose, or yeah. Yeah. yeah head to Montrose. I'm, trying to head to- I'm trying to send everyone to Pueblo, and you're sending them to Montrose. Head to Junction. How many bums have Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Listen, bums. Listen up, go bums. Go to Junction. Go to Junction or Pueblo. Yeah, it's a great place. Dude, if you could great buy fishing. a house on the river in Pueblo right now, but it's cheap. But it's yeah. super cheap. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about this yet, but what? I'm just going to go back to a couple podcasts later. Um, I have no word on what's going on with the Roger Hill case. Yeah. I haven't seen anything. I haven't heard anything. What's this? Um, the case on the Arkansas river no. about, um, oh, you, you're going to love this then hmm. about a uh, high watermark. Oh, so there's a, we've covered this, but there's an, 80 plus year old guy who fishes the Arkansas River who has been in multiple altercations with a landowner. Yeah. And he decided to take him to court, I think like three years ago, three or four years ago, decided to take the landowner to court, which wasn't the right move at all. Um, and then they've come back, like it was all pushed out of, pushed out of the courts. So they're coming back and fighting against the state, I believe against the state for basically that the Arkansas River is a navigable river by law. Um, and this could change all of basically our, our water laws. So like as far as like accessing the river, it could change all of our access laws in Colorado. I have, um, I have mixed feelings on that. Well, 
we're the only state that hasn't done high watermark for the most part in the West. Utah just did it. Right? Yeah. And New Mexico. Or, just sorry, did New it. Mexico. New sorry, Mexico not just Utah. changed New their law uh, yeah. to high watermark. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think Colorado should do it. You do? I do. Why do you do you feel different? Maybe. Why? Uh, do you think private landowners should own the river? It's tough, you know. As if you're gonna own property, yeah, I think you should own property. But do you but own like, the I river? Think, <clears throat> is what you, I'm saying. You, well, the reason was because it went back to you know mining and stuff and owned the bottom and mineral rights and things. So you own the bottom of the river. You don't own the water, you know. But the one thing I will say, because I do like walk waiting and accessing from private things, but the one thing that is nice, you can't drop an anchor. And there aren't any, like when you come around the bend, there isn't going to be someone standing there. I was going to. That is nice. Like when you come through Wilson Ranch, right? Mm -hmm. And you know there's not going to be anybody anchored up. But I mean, unless they're homeowners. Unless they're homeowners. And how many trips do we see of those, Patrick, where it's (laughs) Gunny River Ranch homeowners anchored all throughout the entire area? I I get it. No, I see your point, though. But there is a point where, like, you know, it keeps a limit. It's like an unsaid thing where, like, there's a limit to, like, the people you're going to see in the spot. So where, like, so think of it this way. Like, how many times have you come down on the lower where it's it's public on Never Sink or Coopers, and there's people everywhere? Yeah. Yeah. And you're and you're on a float trip, and you float down through, and it's like person, and you come around the bend, two people, three people, four people, five, six, seven, eight, nine. But ten. here's another way to people, think people, about people, it. I I understand. And no, I, no, no. But like to your point, we're like there's people everywhere. But like if we were able to anchor in private, if we were able to walk away, it spreads people out. It spreads people out. I get that too. Yeah. So like maybe there wouldn't be as much concentration of people in certain areas if we can spread everybody out by being able to anchor throughout the river where you're like, hey, or even just re-rig. We're like, hey, I just need to re-rig. I'm going to drop an anchor. I get that. I just sometimes I'm in like where like there's a unique situation. It's kind of nice to be a unique situation. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Like, yeah, no, uh, I, I see your point there, and I, I, I actually fully see your point because I work for an outfitter that has private leases. Yeah. So, so like, like, how does that affect us? You know, all of a sudden, right. are, you can't charge people a hundred dollar rod fee. Like up on, if there's gonna be people blocking in. Like if you, like, yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I see the other place side up on the east and stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah but yeah. like, yeah. okay, so like, here's a great example. Like, let's say you're anchored up in your private lease. I come by, I slide behind you, I say, hey, Pat. Can I anchor up for a minute and re-rig? Mm-hmm. Technically, I'm trespassing. Yeah. But I'd give you permission for that. But you can't give me permission. The landowner has to give me permission. I te- no, you're right. I technically can't. No, it's true. But so, I've done that. I know. And I've I've done that with people. I'm like, look, I'm just going to re-rig real quick. Or like, hey, we got an emergency. The person has to pee really yeah, bad. That's or different. whatever. Yeah. That you comes under like a moral thing. Though. But yeah. if like, let's say... That's a, it's a hard situation. It is. It is. It's tough. It's a slippery slope. I think like there's not, it's not perfect either way. I mean, I grew up in an area in a state that has high watermark. Yep. So we're like, it's, it's natural. Like that makes sense. Right. But when you look at it on the other hand, it is also kind of nice. But I, I think like, you know, I, I heard something the other day where it's like, 
they they actually talked about it on Mediator again. They brought it up again on Mediator about this case, mm-hmm. where it's basically about like realtors selling land, going, "Hey, you have private access." Oh, it inflates property values for sure. Oh, that's the whole thing. Like I have, yeah, I've, private I've, access. I've had, to the I've, had, I've had clients who are realtors talk to me about wanting how I should get into that. Where like being, you know, where you can have a property that's next to a national forest or wilderness area or whatever private like if you can start getting that stuff like yeah that's less that's you know money is money you know but But also our public lands are public lands like if they're if it's a navigable river but it's also like that's part of like okay so that's going to happen and so you have like you're just going to go with the flow and like I can't anchor up, I can't walk away. But like we can but some float people here e- and destroy it. But some people I mean? even believe that you shouldn't even be able to float through. Uh, but that's that's ridiculous. And you know, like people don't even want you floating through. I know there's lots of places like that. And even up here, like it, so many homeowners change up here all the time with the business, like mm-hmm. just the realty and everything up here like so many homeowners change all the time where you're like hey that homeowner was cool at one time and now there's a new homeowner and they like to throw rocks in my boat when i float by just to float by right and you're like hey i'm allowed to float this river you know like that's not okay yeah i know just to float by like think about certain areas like there's there's tons of areas where people have been shot and killed for floating a river that's how it used to be that's navigable i mean you know, like they've been know. shot and killed. And usually the landowners get off free of charge. They're like, oh, I was in my right. Make well, my day. Yeah, exactly. Like they're on my property. Yeah, I know. That's. I don't believe that a river should be anyone's property. I didn't say. Yeah, no. No, ri- I'm just saying. Like <clears throat> I'm just creating a. I don't think anything like we're going to get down to it. But like. if It should be all. For us. If it's going to be the way it is, you know, I hear, like, I, I kind of appreciate the way it is. I'm going to say that. Like, That's fair. And, 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 and if it is the way it is, then you appreciate the rules and you got to you gotta do it. You got to. Like, yeah, you have to. Yeah. yeah. But how many people don't is what I'm saying, too. Everybody. Like, how many people anchor on private land all the time? Yeah, a lot. A lot. You know, and, like, how many trips have you done – you know, like with other companies, we're like, it's cool to anchor here, and you're like, that's not cool. That's how many land. YouTube videos have you seen of people anchoring? We're not going to get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to go but back, lots. go back to what we were talking earlier on <laughs> in the show lots. about um, about the pace of fishing, you know, and how it's a little different down in the gorge than it is up yeah. here and stuff like that. But one of the thoughts I had was like, if that does change and the high water mark, you know, thing happens. You know, let's say five years from now. Yeah. Let's say it happens this year, and five years from now, it's kind of like okay, it's status quo. Like you can anchor wherever you want. Does that change the pace of how you guide on the upper? Does that change the way definitely. people? For sure. I definitely. think it does. For, I think it slows yeah, people down. I, I can make a full day out of certain areas instead of you know burning through water and making a half day. Exactly. You know, or like I I don't have to turn and burn so fast, and yep. like there's certain water I want to fish. Yep. That, and it, it also goes back to us paying for it. Yeah. We pay for these fish to be here. We pay for this, you know, we pay for all this, mm-hmm. you know, and this is, this is public land and we should be able to drop our anchor if we need to, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. And we should be able to, it, it's definitely going to change the pace. Yeah. 
And it, I believe it, especially for this river specifically, I think it would mix everything up mm-hmm. and that people would be more spread out. There would be less people on certain pieces of water. Yeah. And there'd be less pressure on certain pieces of water mm-hmm. if we were able to do our own thing and anchor up here and there. You know, like, I, I, I definitely believe that. I really do because think about it. You know, we, there's 25 boats that put on Alma, Mm -hmm. you know, in the middle of July Mm -hmm. and we all play bumper boats for two and a half hours Mm -hmm. until we all spread out. And then once we, we only spread out because people are anchoring on private land. Or Eddie and out on private land, or we all jam into the BLM hole, exactly. lunch, and then we have to pace ourselves. Well, the way exactly, I, honestly, the way I look at it is like it, that's the only other option. Like you can either do that or you could permit it. Yeah, you know, which the the reason we look at permitted systems on public land, where you have to apply for permits, is because we don't allow people to go on on, on private. And we have a weird system up here because, I mean, I know because I've been looking into it, like, the only reason, like, the only part that's National Forest is Allmont through the campground. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you don't need a permit at all. You can float that river willy-nilly. So you can technically put in an Allmont and never anchor and then do whatever the hell you want. Well, in town, and not need a permit. You do though, still. Until town, in town, you need a CPW, and then Until down, town. down low, you need a park service. But yep. in town, you know what they tell you? If you don't want a permit, you know, don't anchor. Don't anchor. Don't stop. Yeah. So how? And I asked him. I go, "How are you going to know if we anchor?" And they go, <laughs> "Well, we got game cameras." And they, okay. and they go, well, okay. we can't really tell <laughs> from the game cameras who it is yep. that's anchoring. We got game cameras. And it's like, so. No, I. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, I'm just I thinking it. about it. It's hard it. to enforce. Yeah, it's, it's hard to enforce any of that. Yep. And the only reason all of us spread out is because we're like, hey, we're going to eddy out in private. You know, we got these private holes. We're going to eddy out and fish for a minute and let boats go by, and we're going to all just spread out. Yep. You know, and we end up spreading out, but it's tough. Yeah. You know, it's not easy to spread out at times when you have 25 boats at Allmont. Right. You know, and then you have, you get down to Northbridge, and there's 15 boats in Northbridge. Yep. You know, like, it's not easy. And, like, if you don't have a permit, are you allowed to anchor here? You know, like, think about, same thing, recreational boaters. If they're not fishing, I'll, I'll I'll digress. Like, if they're not fishing, they're a recreational boater. They need a fishing license. Talking about state wildlife areas, that's the state wildlife area. I pay for it. Right. If they're a recreational boater, they need a fishing or a hunting license. Yep. Just to float that section. Yep. Because they're in a state wildlife area. Yeah. You know, like where are we going to draw the line here? Yeah. No, I know. It's just because they're not anchoring doesn't mean they don't need a. St- a fishing license because they are in a state wildlife area. Yeah. They're accessing, you know what I mean? Like, so there's the question. So then if this, if the high water line mark passes, does that change all that? As far as state wildlife area? No. Okay. I don't believe because it's all state, like they own, you know, 
that that Gunnison State Wildlife Area, sure, you know, goes from Northridge. Yeah, it's still down. state property. It's still state property, like, yeah. and it's always been state property. Even with high water mark, it's still state property. It's it's federal property technically. But that's what I'm asking is that since they access that point through a public access point, just like you would if you were a walk wade fisherman, and now people can the stream bed is public. So now the stream bed, if you they access still, through... They still need a fishing license or a hunting license because you're still in a state wildlife area. Gotcha. Because all that land is still state wildlife. It's an easement. It's still state wildlife area. Right. You know what I mean? Well, that's what, yeah, that was, like my, that's, that was my question, though. Yeah. Is it like, well, is the stream bed theirs, though, anymore? Because that's the, the old The landowners rule. or the... The landowners. I mean, if CPW owns Vantile, but now it the law changes to where everything under the water that you're touching or under the high water mark is public then is that theirs anymore, right? How is, it, how is it a state wildlife area to begin with if the private landowners own it? Right. Yeah. If technically they own it, how is it a state wildlife area anyways? Yeah, I You don't know, know, and like do the landowners have to have a fishing license just to walk off onto the <laughs> bank? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. where, like where do we draw the line? Yeah, good question. Where do we draw the line here? Yeah. I know we're getting off on, we're getting, getting I, silly. Yeah, we're getting silly, but it's like this is this is real shit. Like, yeah, it's gonna be interesting the next few years for sure. See all this, how this unravels. I mean, you know, like I've gotten into arguments with landowners where like I've been sitting on Onyx, like anchored up, and we're like, I am not on your property, and technically you're on someone else's property just by standing on that bank. Mm-hmm. You don't own this. Yeah, according according to they're... the county assessor, you don't own this. They don't know where your property You're lies. actually trespassing. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, where do we draw the line? Where do we get this figured out where it's like, we all own this. This is a river that is navigable. We all own it. Yeah. We it's... can end there if we need to, but it's like... Yeah, it's interesting stuff. For it just sure. pisses me off, dude. I've had rocks thrown at me. I've had pictures taken. I've had I got, people harass me. I got fired me. for that. Yeah, chimes in. I've been fired. <laughs> I did. I got fired. I mean, I had it, a, I had a client jump out of the boat. He got hung up on the willows. And they do that occasionally. And, and yeah. Occasionally. You're like, they'll don't get do that. Out. Yeah, they'll don't get do that. Out. And, and you're they like, just do that. Yeah. yeah. And it, But before you could even say anything, it's like, I got it. You know, yeah. and he jumps like, out of the boat. You're like, don't do that. Next thing you know, landowners running down, screaming, yelling, like yelling at me. And uh, I, I mean, I didn't do anything wrong <laughs> at all. <laughs> I wasn't anchored up. I was just sitting there, you know, like a guy in my boat that I was fishing with was like, trying to be helpful. And the next thing you know, the, the next thing I know, you know, I'm fired. I'm fired because you were I, trespassing. I was because the landowner called and he was all upset and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I didn't even do anything. And here, and here I, I I lose my rights to my job. Yeah. Because some guy so this wants, is a- to, wants to just start screaming at me about uh, me trespassing. And I was like, dude, this guy was literally this just is- trying to get untangled from your your bush 
you know. Jake, this is great to your point, though, where you're like, I think it's great that landowners own this shit. It's like you got fired because of it. Well, it's it, it does. It, I don't think it's great. I just think it's also like, I th- I, th- I mean, I think if you're going to like, it's kind of one of those like roll with the punches. Like it's a catch 22. You know, if you're going to, if it's going to be what it is, but like, all, it's so hard, you know, it, it is nice. But at the same time, it's like you, it just comes down to like everybody treating everyone with respect. You know, and, and and that guy was had been disrespected a bunch of times, and he, you know he's a landowner. Me, yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, you're the eighth person that stopped here today, and I'm like, man, that's that's kind of not my problem, you know. If I'm the eighth person here today, but and that's what but I'm like, saying. Like the realtor sell it is like you have private. But that, that's exactly right. Of like the this, river. Yeah, that's exactly. You right. have this many this miles yours. of private ownership. Yeah. This is yours, and it's like, no, it's not. This is a river. This is a free flowing river. river. People it's can not float yours. on it. You yeah, know? it's not yours. And just because someone made how a dare you think you can own the bed of the river? Who gave you that right to own this river? Well. That's literally what it is. They own the river is what they think. Yeah. Who gave you that right to own the river? Have you ever had that thought in your head, Jake, where you're like, I own this. This is my river. This is mine. No I've, one else can I've, touch it. I've never owned a river, no. Exactly. So <laughs> why would a why would a landowner think that they own an entire river? Because they paid three million dollars for a house on the side of a river where they were told that they owned that river. Exactly. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Is that they have no right to own that. This the, is a free the, flowing navigable have, river. Not the water, yeah. You no, and the bottom. You don't own that river bottom. This river was here before you even built that house. It's archaic, but it, I mean it is what it is. I don't know, man. It's it is. It's, it goes down to mineral rights and gold mining days. It, it you own mineral rights. No, but that's the thing. There's commerce clauses. It's it's but this river was used before these people ever owned this land. I know. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm totally, you can't own a river. I'm totally, you can't own the bottom of the river. I'd love to be able to walk way up East River. Or like up Cockrell. Or, or up, ta- up Taylor. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, I know we're, the cockerel, we're, we're getting to that point where it's cockerel, like, all right, we're just. property. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. But like, that's what, yeah. If you access for through public, it should be up to high water mark, navigable by law. And all you have to prove is that it was navigable in the past, which means for commerce, logging, fur trading, any of that, all you have to do is have records of that. I mean, that would, that would change. And that means that it's navigable. Tons. That would change tons of stuff. Change the whole game for all of us. Everything would be completely different. Yeah. We're going to end it there. All right. We done? Good times, boys. We're done.